Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Game Overse podcast. I am your host today, Rick313, and I am assisted by the wonderful Wasabi Ice Cream. Say what's up, buddy. Hello. Hi. Hey there. <laughs> hey there. Hello. <laughs> it is uh, I. Mixing <laughs> we're mixing things up a little bit. I'll be your host for the evening. And we got quite a bit to talk about, man. So much stuff has happened in the past week. Uh, but let's start with the intro, man. What have you been playing? Dude, let me just start by saying that. So remember I got that Xbox Elite controller? Yes, I do remember that. You you complained quite a bit about some of the design. What happened? And then, so every week I feel like I do a complete 180 on this thing. <laughs> like I go from loving it to hating it to loving it. Uh, I'm back to loving it again. Uh, but, okay, so here's the thing. I found out that having my controller connected in Bluetooth completely destroys my frames, man. I'm talking in PC, by the way. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. And then found out that I'm not the only one. Uh, there was like several Reddit threads of people complaining the same exact thing. Like just having their controller connected, just having it connected in Bluetooth destroys your frame rate. I have never heard of that. I don't understand the correlation between a Bluetooth controller yeah. and your frame rate. Like, ne- neither. Neither did I. Like, it took me forever to figure it out. So, what I did, what well, what I tried to do was, they make, they have, Microsoft has an official wireless receiver for Xbox controllers, but here's the thing about that. They don't make that anymore. They don't make it anymore. They don't sell it anymore. So, uh, I went on Amazon to try to find, like, okay, Amazon's gonna have them, right? They sell them, but Every single one they sell is used. So there's just comments yeah. after comments about like all these like three to one star comments. So, like, yeah, dude, mine came with a, in a paper bag. And I'm pretty sure it's not even the official thing. Like, what? So. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's frustrating. I, I'm, so, I'm close enough to my PC that I use my Xbox, my Xbox Elite controller. Which, by the way, is a Gen 1. Yeah. I, I have it wired. And I've never had any issues with it. But I guess you're far enough away that like you need it wireless. And I, again, don't understand the correlation between a Bluetooth controller and your frame rate. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't need it wireless. I just prefer no wires. You know, I prefer not to be tethered. It's a USB slot that I can use for something else. I just... It's the the correlation between those two things don't make sense to me. Like I, I keep repeating myself, but yeah. Oh no, yeah, I no. I, I I noticed how when I moved, I rocked back and forth in my chair, and my frame rate would go up and down. I'm like, that's oh, this is weird. So weird. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That's like that's like if I stubbed my toe and got a stomach ache. Like where does the, where's the connection there? <laughs> yeah, uh, but okay. So here's here's what brought me back into loving this controller though. Remember, so the entire reason I bought this controller for PC was so I could map those paddles to, like, extra functionality. But then, you know, you find out, oh, you can't do that. You can only map them to buttons that are already on a controller. Like, why would you want to do that? 
Yeah, I remember. I found it, dude. You did. You found it. I found it. it. I found the tool that lets you remap everything on the controller to keyboard, to mouse, to uh, whatever you want. You can map entire like combos. If you want to hit a button and do a Hadouken, you can do that. Uh, it's called re. It. It's called re w a s d. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it in the in the in the chat. Uh, super powerful tool. You plug it in, it just works, man. It just works. So I love that. I'm gonna be fucking around with that so much. <laughs> yeah, it was never a huge problem for me, but now that we have that, I'm gonna be messing around with that a lot. I, yeah. I spent like an uncomfortable amount of time like tinkering with my controls. I just want like my game to feel perfect. You know what I mean? You know exactly yeah. what I mean. Like you're the same, you have the same mind. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a power user, man. I like I like. It's the same reason why I use Android over iOS. It's the it's it's the reason I was using a DualShock Four is because you can map that touchpad to to anything and and the Steam input. I I like customizing my stuff so. To be yeah, able to do it, to be able to do it with this controller is 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 super. It's it's super powerful. So it's great to hear, man. I'm definitely going to be using that tool. Um, and side news: I know I went on a bit of a tangent on Mortal Kombat last week. I finished the story, and the story is really good. Like the aftermath DLC, a lot of people complain about it, but I like the aftermath DLC. It kind of feels like the end of like Avengers Endgame, if you've seen that, with all the weird time travel shenanigans. My opinion on the combo system remains unchanged, though. I don't like the way the game plays. I still feel like, and I played Mortal Kombat X like right after I played Eleven, and I still feel like Mortal Kombat X has the better combo system and the better controls. Just I never feels really weird. I, n- I never liked Mortal Kombat combat i don't hate it i mean if if we're talking like in all seriousness i am a street fighter fan like that's where my love for fighting games like originates from is from street fighter and controversial opinion here but i will argue that mortal Kombat is street fighter for people who aren't good at street fighter there i said it (laughs) oof oof it's it's an easy game to get into man i mean mortal Kombat's not that hard a lot of the controls are really easy to pull off. There's a reason your fucking X-ray move, which is like your ultra combo. Nah, dude, pushing- I would I would argue that Mortal Kombat. I mean, both games. If you go online and you fight someone who knows their stuff, man, you're getting you're getting embarrassed. Like, there's no there's no like at least like if you if you're bad at Street Fighter, you're going to be bad at Mortal Kombat, right? I, it depends on what you're bad at, though. Here's here's my my argument for that. In Street Fighter, let's say you know you want to pull off your your ultra combo, your super move. You got to put in this input that's different for every character. It's like a double quarter circle, and then all three punches, or a double quarter circle back, or a double like sure you can input. With Mortal Kombat, all you got to do is push the left and right trigger. <laughs> yeah, and you could yeah, okay do a combo left the right trigger, and then boom, you got your your super out there. I just feel like um, the the timing windows in Mortal Kombat are like there's a lot of pauses. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know shit about. You're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Mortal Kombat has a very like dialed in combo system. 
Uh, the game shows like here's some preset combos with preset button inputs. Now, if you're good, you can kind of like cancel in and out of some of those moves. Um, they have a lot of their the, the, the cool features they have is it lets you combo in and out a lot. It lets you um, cancel in and out a lot of those combos. But what I don't like about Mortal Kombat 11, and I see your comment, Joker, and I'm going to go into this, why I don't like Mortal Kombat 11's combo system, is that it's an all or nothing combo system. So if you have like a four, like again, like I think I used this example last week. Like I think Luke Kang has this combo that's like four hits. It's like square, tribal, square, tribal. It's really easy to do. But you're either doing all of it or none of it. Like it's super weird. Like if you go in, like you like say you want to do three hits in it and then stop for whatever reason. Like someone's blocking your hit and you want to stop and do something else. You're not stopping. <clears throat> you are either doing the first hit. I think it's the second hit too, but you're not doing three. You know what I mean? Like you have to do the whole thing. Right. And you have to dial it in in advance. So you can't just push it as the hits come out. You're dialing it in advance, which isn't a lot, a huge complaint. I mean, it's not like people are hearing that like, oh, you have to like time your combo presses. Like, yeah, I know that. But because it's not, it's being done in advance is what I don't like about it. And yeah, characters do have a lot of really powerful combos, but I feel like it was more expressive and it flowed a little bit more freely in X than it does in 11. I'm kind of stuck with what the game wants me to do with, with, with MKX. I can kind of, I have more control over it. I can kind of um, control when to stop my combo, when to keep going. Uh, I have more windows for cancels, stuff like that. There's a lot of things I love about it. Don't get me wrong. I think the endless tower mode is pretty cool. How every like day, every couple hours is a different like set of towers you can do that give you all these cool little perks. They have these cool gimmicks. I think that's cool. It's a cool way to keep playing. Um, I know last week I was bitching about like the uh, gear system, but I kind of like it now because I do like being able to customize my character. Um, I do like having a preset skin, but it's cool being able to customize your character and, when you play through a tower and you get a new piece of gear for your character, see what it looks like for them. That's really cool. I like playing around with that. And the fact that it has no bearing on like rank matches, if you're getting these augments to level up your abilities is really cool. Um, the story is good too. So I'm a little, I'm a, a bit lighter on it, but I still feel like MKX played better than 11, even though 11 has some really cool features that MKX didn't have. All right, so you did a one eighty on, you did a one eighty on MK eleven. Uh, not a total one eighty. Let's say a <laughs> <laughs> uh, but MK eleven isn't that bad, and for the price I paid for it, it's pretty solid. I still feel like, again, I don't keep repeating myself. I still feel like MKX plays better, but MK eleven has some pretty cool features that keep me playing casually. I'm probably not going to take that game online though. I'll probably mostly be playing Tower. All right. Uh, Joker, MKX looks more grim. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, the violent game about literally killing your opponent, <laughs> I think, should be a little grim. Um, I feel like the game plays better, though. That's my big concern. Like, the game could look like dog shit, but I'll still feel like it plays better. Which, I mean, it kind of does. So if you compare graphics from MKX to MK11, it's night and day. MK11 looks a lot better. But I feel like X plays better. And that, that's, that's where I'm coming from with the game. Um, Side note, um, Battletoads came out, and I've been yeah. playing that 
pretty uh, i've been playing that quite a bit dude it's a lot of fun have you tried it yet i was going to and then i found out that it did not have online co-op and for that reason i'm out i didn't even know it didn't have online co-op i'm playing by myself, so. <laughs> Fuck, i might so i might shitty. check it out i might check it out but yeah that was a i wanted to play with people i don't like playing that those beat-em-ups by myself Here's what's cool about the game, though, and here's one gimmick I really like about it. There's three playable characters, which isn't like new. You know, beat 'em ups have playable characters, but you can swap between them on the fly. Nice. So there's a button you can push where you like you tag your, your the other character in, and they'll like they'll come into an attack and keep a combo going by swapping out these characters. And if your character gets knocked out, you just play as another character. And the character that got knocked out has a timer before they can come back again. So Dude. it's pretty cool. The game's, not, the game's not super brutal because that's kind of forgiving as long as you can tough it out for that timer, you can keep going. But again, I'm playing on normal, though. I'm not playing on hard, so I don't know how the higher difficulties are. But it's it's a lot of fun, dude. Like, I really like it. Um, it gets super repetitive, though. That's the only thing that I don't like. I, I, I enjoyed the shit out of it for the first, like, couple hours. And then after that, I was like... Oh, this is kind of repetitive. <laughs> the way it Weird. Plays. I heard. The, I heard the opposite. I heard it starts slow, but then it gets it gets better as it goes. Uh, maybe maybe I just haven't given it enough time. Um, I played quite a bit of it. I played a couple hours of it, and I liked it a lot. I feel like if I played with people, I'd have a lot more fun. But that's the thing yeah. for most. Uh, the humor's fucking hilarious. Oh my <laughs> god, that game cracks me up, dude. There's this scene where you beat this boss. And he's like, what did he say? He's like, oh, this is it. Because you fight him like three times and he runs away. And he's like, oh, this is it. You got me. I see the light. I'm going towards the light. He's like, oh, God, there's nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, live your life to the fullest. And then he dies. It's so funny. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. The hum- like, that's, I one thing I, that's one thing I got from <laughs> the, those trailers. Is it looks like it was really funny. It's so funny, dude. Like... A lot of the jokes are really silly, but I feel like it's there on purpose because the character is supposed to be like still stuck in like this, like the nineties, like attitude mindset. And so they don't jive with a lot of like modern sensibilities. So they're supposed to be making these kind of lame jokes. They're supposed to roll your eyes at, but that's, that's part of the humor. There's layers to the humor, dude. And I dig it. It's, it's, it's a really fun game. Um, I, I fully recommend it. Even though I haven't finished it yet, I'm probably going to get back into it. I've been playing so many games, but I liked it a lot. If we could find, I know there is an online multiplayer, which sucks, but you know, there's some ways to work around that. Yeah. Where we can share the screen or something, we can play it. I think I, I feel like we should play it on stream. Like this is going to be a Steam. Steam does have, there's like a shared screen thing that Steam has where you can. The, the the second player hooks into your PC and controls controls the keyboard while you the other like you control the map the it's it's weird. Steam has a thing where you, you can do it. Um, I saw that, which is cool. But I have the game on Game Pass, so I, oh, I don't want yep. I don't want to pay for it on Steam if I already have it on Game Pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yep. at the same time, um. I feel like there's some there's some third party tool we can download that let us do it. Like I don't think it's impossible. 
Yeah, we might, there might be. The might be some of them. I uh I finished some video games, man. Finished some games. Yeah, finished. I I saw credits roll, which is rare for me. Yeah. I, I usually <laughs> I usually like I usually move on to something, but you know what? That that's it's a testament to how good the games I've been playing are because I actually finished them. Uh, what have you been playing? What have you been finishing? I should say. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Ooh, that's a good one. I've heard nothing but good things about that one. This game is absolutely phenomenal. It is right now my game of the year. Really? Yeah. Really? You you are aware Doom Eternal came out this year, right? I'm aware Doom Eternal came out. That is a game that I played and did not finish, but this (laughs) I played and did finish. A lot of talk, man. I still haven't played the uh, the first one, so I'll man. probably I, they're on Game Pass, so I can go back and play them now. Yeah, play the first one because the first one's also incredible. This second one, it is rare for me. It is rare, in my opinion, that a sequel, no matter what medium you're you're into, like a sequel in movies or a sequel in like a follow up album, it, it's rare that the follow up is better or as good than the first one and Ori and the will of the wisps is better in every single possible way than that first game and that first game is no slouch that first game is also one of the best uh, metroidvanias that exists in my opinion I mean, you're but, not wrong. a lot of people love it and I, I it's been on my list forever dude this this and, second game improves on it in every way really yeah, should I they added the first all right to the sequel, or should I still play the first one so I can appreciate the improvements in the sequel? No, you play the first one because the story continues right where that left off. Okay. So, but and and boy, do they nail the ending? They stick that landing so good. Oh yeah. But, and the story, the story is not very. It's not in your face about it. Um, like Joker was in here the other day in the chat and he was like man what's the story about this and i was like you know like i don't really know the full story but it really doesn't matter because the story is great the story that's there fantastic but it's not in your face about it like you're really it's all about the gameplay man this is the best controlling platformer ever dude ever like the so you recommend it then you definitely definitely recommend it oh absolutely absolutely like it's it's incredible. I will uh, check it out. Uh, it's again, it's on Game Pass. The first one and the sequel, they're both on Game Pass. So I can't wait to check them out. Storm Shadow, Storm Shadow in the chat. What's up, dude? Anyone who's listening to this later, we do this live on Twitch.tv slash Gameverse. So get in there. Also on YouTube. Check us out also, on YouTube too. Also on YouTube. But fuck YouTube. <laughs> Let me just be let me just be like honest here real quick. Like nobody nobody watches YouTube live streams. I mean people do, but they don't watch or I guess they just don't watch us, which is fine. I'm salty about it. Yeah, but now he you know, he ditched YouTube. He didn't ditch YouTube. Not fully at least. He's in here though. But <laughs> I, I hear know. what you mean though. It's good to have it there for the people who do watch on YouTube. Um 
I know, man. I, it sounds like we've both been playing quite a bit then. I'm still playing uh, Remnant with my brother. Uh, it's, it's a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. I'm probably going to be buying the expansions and stuff. Which will be the first thing I've bought on I bought on the Epic Store because I refuse to buy anything on the Epic Store. But seeing as I got the game for free, I think I'll just buy the expansion separate. Um, I I have that game, so we can we can play that if if you're playing it. Dope, I'm down. AJ I'm through it right now. It's a lot of fun. AJ AJ underscore Dab East in the house. What's up? That's a new face. Haven't seen you before. Um, okay, so the other game I finished is was Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yes, I remember you're dedicated to finishing that. How'd that go? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say I was dedicated to finishing it. It's not like I forced myself to finish it. I mean, I kind of did. I kind of did. Oh, Beast. I thought it was Dab East. Beast is good too, though. Um, yeah, you, you say that as if I tried to force myself to finish it, but I, I, I wanted to finish it. It's, it's genuinely a good game, right? Yeah. The, the, the open world, I think is, there's a lot there. And if you, if, <laughs> if you, uh, if you force yourself, my mistake was that I kind of, I tried to force myself to do all the side stuff. And then do the main stuff. Because that game tells you, it shows you what you're missing. So if you show me what I'm missing, I'm like, I'm going to do everything and then try to branch off from there. But if you do that, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to tire yourself out. Because there's a lot of stuff in the, in this game. So I just, I, I focused on just doing the story and the story's okay. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Extremely predictable extremely predictable like everything this story did i saw coming a mile away so just know that i'm not going to spoil everything but if you just think about what you think is going to happen it's that's probably what's going to happen like you're not going to be wrong but it's it's just a fun game like it doesn't do anything it doesn't do anything wrong it's it's doing it's doing everything you expected to do which is cool. Um, like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with predictability. At least I don't think so. Um, formulas work for a reason. Yeah. And it seems like this one, even though it follows the formula pretty closely, it does it pretty well in a way that's like actually worth playing through. And plus, like the Japanese aesthetic is like really cool too. Like the game's like so like unapologetically Japanese. I love it. Yeah. And then, like, I, I said this before when I was talking about the game and, and some other podcasts, but the the side stories, like, there's side characters that have their own storylines that you can follow. I think those stories are better than the main story. And I didn't do those at all. Just, I, I, I was trying to finish the story. So I... I I didn't do a lot of the, the side stories. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go back and try to finish those because those are pretty compelling. And then they're adding that co-op mode later, later in the year. And I'm yes, definitely going to, cool. yeah, definitely going to go back for that. So uh, once that comes out, I might like actually go pick up the game. <laughs> so I can yeah. play it. 
Um, I've been looking for an excuse to play the game, and the excuse was, I'll wait till it goes on sale, but now that it looks like it's going to have a pretty compelling multiplayer mode, that, that might get me to you know, drop some dime on it. Yeah. It looks good, though. Um, what else we got going on? Uh, I, play, so I played one more thing. Games. I played oh, one yeah? more thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I played uh I played that game Spirit Fairer. Oh, how was that? I I know we were, you were pretty excited for it from the uh from the announcement. Yeah, so they I hate when this happens when you see a uh, a game announced on some platforms thing like Sony announces a game and you're like, "Oh shit, that looks awesome. I wish I had a PS4." And then you find out, "Oh, it's on everything." They just didn't tell you that. Yeah. They they show this on Nintendo's thing twice and I was like, "Oh fuck, it's too bad my Switch is busted cuz I really want to check this out." And then it, ha- it it's it's on Game Pass and it's on everything. Oh, <laughs> so, it's on Game Pass. It's on oh, Game shit. Pass, dude. <laughs> so, I grabbed it on Game Pass and man, what they don't tell you about this game is that uh it's it's a it's a simulation. It's a it's a management sim. Yeah, I remember. It's a management sim, but the gimmick is like you're you're, you're running, uh, 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 like a like a fairy. Yeah, from, you're the you're the Karen. Yeah. You're you're the fairy man del- yeah. delivering souls across the river sticks, something like that. But even even like with the kind of grim thing that's it's based on it's not really it's a very like happy game it's not they don't bring you down at all it's very very positive very bright and colorful uh the animations are are great and everything kind of snap everything has a move to it everything kind of flows and i I really like that um yeah i liked it too i mean we we both saw the uh the announcement and we were both like pretty into it. Like I like the twist, you know that that like you said, you know your your Charon, Karen. I don't know how it's pronounced. You know, spiriting beings to the afterlife, but it's not in like a grim way. It's really nice, bright, bubbly. It looks like a Cartoon Network like cartoon. Yeah, or like a like a it. Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah, like, dude, I was all about it, and I'm, I'm glad like you're playing it. Like, do you like it a lot? Like, is it? You think it's worth picking up and checking out? Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I like it. I enjoyed what I played of it so far, but I I'm not really into management games, man. I'm not into like everyone has like a happiness meter, and you got to cook them food and and make them happy and build houses for them and water your crops and do all this kind of stuff. I didn't. I I had no idea how much management was in this game. Uh until like you get into it and it's like oh this is a this is what this game is like i thought it was more of like an action like platformer um and it's very much not that uh but it's like it's 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 great though like i want to i haven't played enough of it i'll say that i only played about like two hours um so i'm I'm definitely going to play more of it to see where where else it goes but yeah, there's a lot of management in there, a lot of resource gathering and, and crafting and building houses and stuff for your for your spirits. Um, yeah, it's it's 
it's it's that kind of game and i didn't i didn't know it was that going in but yeah i mean like that, that that that's totally fine i mean if you're if you're not into those types of games you're not into those types of games but i feel like you know if someone was into it it'd be worth checking out i mean it, it was enough it was interesting enough that even though it's not like my cup of tea your cup of tea mm-hmm. we're both still interested in it to check it out you know yeah yeah, and it's on Game Pass, so if you got Game Pass, $5 a month on PC, check it out. Can't go wrong. Which, yeah, I cannot plug Game Pass enough. It took me forever to finally make the plunge to it, but I'm glad I did, dude. And uh, the guys in chat were talking about the, the Nintendo Switch emulator. I did yes. end up checking that out because my Switch is busted, as I said. Um, I did end up checking that out. Here's the thing about the emulator. You need a Switch you need a switch. You need a hacked switch to get that emulator to work. Um, it uses you, you. Pretty much dump the system from your switch. You're pretty much emulating your personal switch. So you like you hack your switch, dump all your system files, and then copy it into that emulator, and that's how you make it work. So if you don't have a switch, you cannot run that emulator. Luckily, I I pre-dumped my files, so I already had those on my SD card, so I was able to get I was able to get it to work, and it kind of works. Like it's not great, it's not great. Um, there's only like they only they only focus on getting the big games to work. So if you have anything like I couldn't get Cadence of Hyrule to run well, like that game is not very demanding, but. You know, like Mario Odyssey and like Breath of the Wild work perfectly. So it's like that kind of shit. I don't know. Or maybe I just have to mess around with it a bit more. I mean, I'm sure like once it comes, you know, I'm sure like once it gets more development behind it, we'll see it start to progress a little bit more and more. Like remember when the Wii U emulator was a thing and nobody really gave a shit about it until um, Breath of the Wild came out. And then suddenly, magically, overnight, when Breath of the Wild released, it was working like one to one, like a like a Wii U. Yeah. Like I'm sure, I'm sure it'll get working eventually. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. No, uh, I I would love to see a Switch emulator, just because like it's it's cool to see, man. It's cool to see that kind of tech coming out, man. I love seeing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, anything else you've been playing? I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Man. I loaded up Fall I, Guys. I loaded up Fall Guys last night, played one match and won. So, and then I turned it off. So, that's it. <laughs> I, I played quite a bit of it after the stream we did because it was a lot of fun, but it does get really repetitive, man. They need to add more games or at least like change up like what comes out. Ah, uh, Joker. We already went over Ori earlier. Uh, yeah, Wasabi loves it. <laughs> Wasabi was blowing that game for like a good five minutes straight. G- game of the year. <laughs> they added one um, map. Yeah, they added one map, which which is cool. Don't get me wrong; it's cool to see a new game or a new map come out that quickly, but. If you play the game enough times, it's really easy to memorize like the layouts of the games that are already like playing. Because I, I feel like they need to to better randomize them. I'm getting a lot of the same games over and over again. 
which which might be like I might be complaining too much because it's you know it's a small indie team doing this. I might be complaining too much about it. Yeah, small indie team. They added they they added one map and like a bunch of costumes. So I mean they know where they're they know where the money is getting made. Just saying. Also, to get a full costume, you need to buy the top and the bottom separately. So there's that too. Yeah. Oh, the top and bottom, and if there's a color for it, you got to buy like the character color too. Yeah. Um, but the game's fun. I mean, I like it. I- I'm probably gonna get back into it after like a couple months if they keep updating it more. It might be worth going back into. But right now, I've memorized most of the maps, and it's not as fun. Um, what else we got? Oh, uh, so DC fandom did a ton of announcements on all kinds of movies and games. We're just going to go over the games today. Uh, they announced Gotham Knights. Yes. Which is an open world action RPG developed by W Games Montreal, the same team that made Arkham Origins, not Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, but Origins, the least popular one, for being honest. But the big think- gimmick is the game is for player. It has four playable characters. Uh, well, it's not four player. It has four characters, and the game can be played either solo or with one other person. Yeah, and but it looks pretty cool. Like, I think I might be into it. What, what do you think? I like it. It definitely looks better than uh, the Avengers. It it looks it looks better than the Avengers, but it also looks like the same game, like structurally. Just about to say, it's doing a lot of the same things. It looks like the Avengers game with its with the same like games as service, like live model. But I will argue it has better. It looks like it has better combat. Oh, definitely, definitely. But yeah, see, but see. That's the thing. So here's what I was saying when like I saw this, which is when you when you do a game like this where you can kind of just play as multiple different characters and they have to they have to build the game around that. Like especially with it being multiplayer. Like you can play it solo, but it's built around hey, you can play this with multi multiplayer too. So I'm I'm thinking the way it works is same way Avengers works is you have to. Ha- everyone has to have a ranged attack. Everyone has to have the equivalent of what a zip line would be. Um, everyone has to essentially be the same character, even though they're different characters. They have a different tool set. Everyone's essentially like in Avengers. Black Widow has guns. Like that's her ranged attack. But if you play, uh, if you play Miss Marvel. She doesn't have guns. She just stretches, and that's her range attack. She just stretches her arms real far, and that's her range attack. And I think that's kind of like, eh. You know, it kind of, yeah, it's like visually different, but it's essentially the same thing. Um, And I'm hoping hoping this game doesn't fall into that trap where it's, like, yeah, visually we're different, but, like, technically we're all the same because we can all do the same stuff. I'm glad oh. you brought that up because the other Batman Arkham games had multiple playable characters. Yeah. And even though they had a lot of similar gameplay mechanics, so they had to have a way to like zip line to things. They had to have a way to um, 
how can I word? They had to have a way to like stealth take down people. It was different for each character, and a lot of their attacks like played out different. Like like um, I'm trying to think of like the most recent one. Um, uh, Batman Arkham City is a perfect example. You know, there are missions where you play as a uh, Catwoman, uh, and the game is open world for those sections. Yeah. So, like, how does Catwoman get around the city? She can't fly. You know, she doesn't have a cape like Batman does. Oh, simple. She pounces from city to from from rooftop to rooftop. You know, like a cat. Yeah. Does. Like in There's this, even so even they show even they show in this, like Batgirl, she has a zip line, but Robin can just like do like a a teleport. Like he has like a dishonored like teleport, where you can just jump on the stuff. So. Like it maps, it maps the abilities to different characters, but they're all kind of just the same. Also, Hamtaro said um, the Avengers is like queue up in a group where the map loads, and this looks like you just jump in the entire map. Uh, the entire map is there at any time. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think they haven't shown much of this. But from what they've shown, they they've only shown this. But I'm willing yeah. to bet. I'm willing to bet there's going to be like a selection where you like you're selecting missions. Um, I I I'm not sure. They've they've only shown yeah, this. Sure. A lot, but I don't know about it. But it looks there's enough of it there to be interesting. I I highly doubt. Game. I I highly doubt you're just walking into this and yeah. like the map is there and you're just walking. Like I highly doubt that. Yeah, me too, and I, that, that, that's why like there's enough of it there for me to like be interested without completely dismissing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like Avengers where I saw it and from the beginning I was like, this doesn't look that interesting. Yeah. I don't like being negative about games, but you know, there's there's a you can tell sometimes. You know what I mean? You can tell. Yeah. And I feel like it's harder to tell with this one. So I'm I'm excited to see what else they they drip feed for us, and if it is good, fantastic. But we'll see what happens. Uh, the big one though that everyone's talking about, surprisingly more than Gotham Knights, is a Suicide Squad game. Yeah, which is another open world <coughs> uh, game with four playable characters, but the gimmick is you're playing as a Suicide Squad. And this is developed by Rocksteady, the team that did the Arkham game. So this is their A team working on this. Yeah, I think the important thing the, the important thing to note as well is that um, Gotham Knights is not a part of the Arkham trilogy. Yes. Like it's its own separate thing. The Suicide Squad is a part of that. So, which confused the hell out of me because I'm like, how are they going to have two Arkham games come out? But I was like, oh, they're not. <laughs> Suicide yeah. Squad is the only one. The one that looks less like an Arkham game is the only one that's actually in the Arkham universe, which is funny to me. Yeah. Uh, at the, 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 the trailer we saw had zero gameplay. It, yep. had, it was more like a cinematic trailer. But it was a lot of fun. Like It was really cool seeing the characters talk with each other. Uh, Harley Quinn, I'm going to nerd out a little bit, is voiced by Tara Strong. Nice. Okay character's inception in the original batman animated series so i'm really excited to see that i love when they bring back actors like that that's what i love about the batman arkham games is that mark hamill voiced um joker like in the original cartoon and um um god damn i forgot his name voice batman oh god i'm drawing a blank it's gonna be it's, this is gonna piss people off i don't know a lot of fans <laughs> are like, I forget 
fuck it, Batman's voice actor, Kevin Conroy. Uh. Who does the Batman and everything. Um, so it's cool to see Tara Strong coming back. Uh, I was getting a lot of really fun vibes from the game. Uh, Hamtaro said that he was getting uh, Sunset Overdrive vibes from the trailer. I 100% agree with that. Um, it was really fun, kind of violent, and take itself too seriously. The dialogue was a lot of fun. I like the characters are making fun of each other. Like uh, Deadshot is such like a deadpan, like serious character, and people were making fun of him for being like so serious, and I love that. Yeah, if I play as him in the game, and if I play as him in the game, and I miss a single shot, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get a refund because <laughs> he never misses. You're you. I saw that joke so much in the fucking comments. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking cat. I can't knock over a box. Now she's scared. <laughs> um, no, no. The game looks really interesting just from the gameplay trailer. Uh, but the big like gimmick, I, I don't want to say gimmick, is the game can be played solo with AI control partners or four player co op. Which has got me thinking, like, oh, how is that going to work? <laughs> you know, an open world yeah. four player co op game where you're playing as four separate characters. Like, I assume they're all going to have like different abilities. I mean, they got to be. You know, Deadshot can't do the same things King Shark does. And King Shark can't do the same things that uh, Harley Quinn can do. Like, that that's what I'm excited for, you know, the, to see the gameplay side of it. Yeah. What each character can do. Plus, now, the story's again, cool. When you when you oh, describe sorry. your game like that to me, it makes it sound a lot like Avengers. Um, like I know we haven't seen anything yet. I, I know it's a, like a, a bad way to look at it, but it just it makes it sound like Avengers, which does not it's not doing what you want it to do, right? Like, uh, like I don't know. I mean that's and that's what that game does. It, it gives you an AI partner when you don't have another player to, to play with. Um, like yeah, and th- th- that was my big concern too is how the AI partners are going to play. But I'm hoping because this game is supposed to be next gen is the big thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that you know by that point <laughs> we've fixed a lot of the AI partner issues we're having with this generation. I'm super um, like I I don't I don't. I just don't believe I don't believe these these superhero games have the interests of the gamer in mind. I feel like they're tools for marketing, dude. I feel like they're just using these as as platforms to sell uh to just sell shit. I mean that's why like that's why you make it multiplayer, right? It's it's so you can sell like you can sell costumes and stuff and then get connect with your friends and your friends like, Oh shit, where'd you get that costume? And it's like, Oh, you know, I got it from the, got a bunch of points, man. I bought that shit. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That's Maybe that's a bad way to look at it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be more optimistic, but it's totally possible. It could go that route. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see when it comes out. Cause we're so far, we haven't had any gameplay of it yet. So, yeah. so hopefully we can see some gameplay and see what happens. The game's not coming out till, 2022 we got another two years left yeah so hopefully we can get something cool with it um there's also a bunch of movies and shit announced but we're not we're not a movie podcast so 
I don't yeah. want to go into them too much. Uh, I just want to tag on. I want to tag on real quick about the the Rocksteady shit that came out. Um, they they publicized a bunch of like allegations, not allegations. I guess it was allegations over uh, harassment. Did you hear about this? Yeah, this came out like, well, I think it was like a couple years ago. They they um, like half of the female staff like put out like wrote letters about the like the misconduct that was happening. It wasn't anything from the sounds of it. It wasn't anything like too like crazy. Um, let's see. It says more than half of the women employed at the London-based video game developer Rocksteady two years ago signed a letter to bosses accusing the studio of failing to prevent sexual harassment and inappropriate behavior in the office. Um, yeah, it's from November 2018. It's signed by 10 of the company's 16 female staff. So this wasn't like uh, you know only a couple of them. This was like more than half of them signed this thing that said. They were using slurs regarding transgendered community, discussing a woman in a derogatory or sexual manner. Um, and then pretty much they said their, their, their complaints went mostly ignored. I think they said the only thing that came of it at the time was just a one, one little sexual harassment thing they had to go through and, and one seminar. They just had to sign their name and say they went um so it just it just, it sucks that this this stuff is like still happening and and uh I just wanted to I, I agree man I agree like I mean these women got hired there for a reason and for them to be treated like that it's not fair Yeah and for the company to take it seriously it's not fair Um I really do hope that this causes Rockstar to make a ton of changes internally uh, if not to like their staff, but at least how they handle stuff like this. Because, I mean, I get it. You have to investigate everything that happens, but to do anything <laughs> and for the yeah. only thing to come out is like one like token sexual harassment class is silly. I think that's what they did at the time, like two years ago. Remember this was happening? I think now that all this shit is like coming out, especially with like Ubisoft and shit like that. I think they're just like doing stuff now. <laughs> now, now that their letter has been publicized, they, they they actually publicized the letter they they wrote, and all this stuff is coming out. They said um, that they are starting to take action on stuff. So, you know, people are speaking up and people are hearing their hearing the concerns, and it seems like change is happening. I guess we'll we'll find out as 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 it goes. But yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, good for them though for getting that letter out there and for it making a di- an impact. We'll have to see what happens. Um, and other like PR news, <laughs> uh, the narrative lead was fired from Bloodlines Two. Oh which yeah, doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so you had the lead, the lead narrative designer uh, Brian Mitsoda, and the creative designer, uh, Kai Clooney, were, were taken out or removed from Hard Suit Labs, the same team working on the new Vampire the Masquerade game. Um, and it was announced like last week, the same time the game was announced, it was delayed till 2021. Um, but Soda did make a statement with Rock, Paper, Shotgun 
saying that he was just shocked from it. He couldn't believe that he was terminated after working with this company for like five years. Um, he yeah. doesn't know what's going on, which <clears throat> if that's true, dick move on them. But you don't just get fired for no reason after five years of work. You know, something happened. Yeah. That's what that's what you led to believe, but who knows? Maybe they're maybe they're trying to like maybe his work is done and they're just trying to like cut him uh because they're like I don't know, they're seeing like financial issues or something. They just need to like, oh you're done, your work's done, so you're you're gone. Shit like that. I don't know. This maybe. this is the guy that he's been the writer for these games like the entire time. So like he's he's what people want from these games when it comes to the storyline that they're gonna experience. So I think when a lot of people saw this and they saw those delays, they're like, dude, something's happening with this game. And I think a lot of people are like canceling their pre-orders and, and I don't know, rightfully so. There's more to this than. Yeah. There's more than what we're being told a lot more than what we're being told. Um, And it's, I can see the concern dude. Cause like, I'm not going to lie. I was one of the people who was excited for this game when it got announced. Yeah. Like this cyberpunk have both been on like my excited game list and to hear that the game was getting delayed i at first i was cool with the delay i was like okay just make the game as good as you can but then i hear they they got rid of the lead narrative designer and the creative director that's like okay what the fuck is going on yeah like you're postponing the game another year and you're firing like lead people like what the fuck's happening and it's got me i, it, I went from excited to like kind of scared you know like i don't pre-order games but if i did pre-order i definitely would have canceled my pre-order if i this had happened yeah <coughs> excuse me hopefully it doesn't affect the game's quality too much i'm hoping the narrative stuff was already done and this extra time to delay it was just a fine tune some performance stuff but we'll have to wait and see what happens if the game comes out next year uh, you want to talk about it when it does come out, whether it's good or bad, but we'll have to see what happens. But I'm, I'm not going to hold my breath anymore. I'm not excited for it as I used to be. Uh, moving on, we have uh, in some more PR news, a Facebook account is now required for Oculus headsets. Um, Starting October 2020, all new Oculus devices will be required to sign in with Facebook to work. Uh, if you're an existing user and you choose not to merge your account, you can still use it for another two years. But after that, you'll be required to connect to Facebook, which is kind of shitty. I mean, why do I need to sign up with a social media service to use my Oculus headset? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I think they told people that they would not do this. Uh, yeah, I remember when Facebook bought Oculus, the first thing they're like, oh, we're not going to stop being crazy. We're not going to make you sign up for Facebook. And then sure yeah. enough, yeah. Like, what, two years, three years later, here they are doing it. So, yeah, again, people are very upset about this, as they should be, returning, like getting refunds for their, for their Oculus headsets and I mean, shit, yeah. I would, like, if I was playing games on Steam and I was using my Oculus headset to play them, what the fuck does Facebook need to connect to it for? It doesn't make sense. 
Yeah, they put out this whole post, and here's what they said. What social features does Facebook provide in VR? Chats. Chat with friends in or out of the headset. Uh, quickly hop into games together. User and developer created events, organized tournaments, or multiplayer. Live streaming. Here's what I don't understand. In a, when, in, when you're in VR, what... What like what game are you playing where you there's a tournament you're organizing or like exactly like yeah, chat I can understand cool. but but even then even then like yeah if you're playing the game on Steam let's say you know you're using you're running a Steam game on it Steam has its own built-in chat already and yeah. even then most people just opt to use Discord chat i don't know how well discord works in vr but a lot of people just opt to use discord and that's that's the point of pc gaming is having the choice to kind of play how you want and for facebook to take that away and make you use facebook for their headset it's ridiculous i don't want to buy like some vr porn game and have my mom see that's what i'm playing when she logged into facebook like <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> um they also go into like what information they're gathering uh the vr apps you use so you can recommend yeah. new apps your facebook friend list or so advertisers uh, can target you better <laughs> yeah um your photos and re- related content like captions likes and comments if you share photos from vr to facebook i just i i've I haven't been in the vr space a long a, a while so I don't know how people are using it now, but this seems like when I when I see this, I'm like, who's like who's taking pictures in VR? Like, I know there's like a lot of like VR artists that do stuff in VR, but that's that's a very like niche thing. I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of this is just not the typical user would not be doing most of this. Exactly. It's just the way it sounds like it's the way for Facebook to track what you're doing, get more data to sell to advertisers. That that's all I'm seeing here. They can try to justify it any way they want, but I don't see logically how it makes sense. They offer the option, hey, you can sign into Facebook to do these things. That's fine, but then it'd be like you have to sign in, that's what pisses me off. Yeah. That's what bugs me. So, if it was an option and not like an order, I would have been okay with it. So if you if you need to have an Oculus headset, uh, I would say buy one now because if you have one before October, you're not going to be forced into this. But after that, you're you're going to be forced into this. So and it's going to suck, Dick. Yeah. Uh, there's no way around it. it. Just looks awful. Um. In some new trailers, uh, this is one I want to talk with you about. Yeah, because I feel like we have some pretty big opinions on this. Uh, some new game just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, it kind of swept the internet by storm. A uh, Black Myth Wukong, which is based off the uh, Journey to the West, story, which is you know inspired games like Enslaved Odyssey to the West, uh, inspired Dragon Ball, but the game looks fucking intense like it's it's a really crazy looking action adventure game 
uh, made, developed by Game Science Studio that I've never I've never heard of them before. Yeah, these guys came out of nowhere, dude, and just like put this trailer out, and it just exploded, man. And I and I I looked at it and I was like, why are people excited about this? Uh, <laughs> at first, at first is how I felt, and then I was like, and then you watch more of it, and you're like, oh, okay. I see. <laughs> like this, this looks incredible. I mean, yeah, and this I, is pre pre alpha. They're calling this, yeah. And it already looks as good as it does. Like, what what is it gonna be like when it's finished? Yeah, dude, it looks crazy. Just from they showed us, um, it looks like like a Chinese Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. Uh, which I'm not a huge fan of Dark Souls combat. I've made that very evident on the podcast before, but it looks like it's just fast enough that it's not going to feel like a Dark Souls clone, and that's what I. Love. It looks like to me. It's like the it's the God Eater of Dark Souls. You know, how, like God Eater. What the fuck does that mean? Well, because <laughs> you know, like God Eater is to Monster Hunter what this game is to Dark Souls. Ah, I hear ya. Okay. Where it's like super animated up, like very much like a fast pace animated up, just just do it kind of thing. Uh, like it's more of like a spectacle than it is like more of the traditional like souls thing. Which I'm, I'm okay with because it brings that like that technical Souls combat, but it does it a little bit faster. It's a bit more forgiving. It's a good it's a good down the middle of Devil May Cry and Dark Souls. Yeah, Which yeah. Devil May Cry is not all spectacle. There's a lot of technical stuff that goes into it. But this looks like I I, I can get into this. I fuck with this. I like this. Yeah, I'm like, definitely into this. Yeah, the fight with that Wolf King looks fucking cool. And he fights like some big fucking kaiju thing. Like later, it's crazy. Even just like the 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 graphical effects, I, I was I was noticing like in this fight with the with the wolf guy, uh, the the fire from his 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 flail is like you can see like the lighting effects coming off of it and like shining in the in the foliage and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Like the dynamic lighting, like this doesn't look like a this this looks like this, this must be running on PC. Because I don't think this is this is not current gen console. Yeah, yeah it looks next gen. gen. Yeah, this is next gen console or like PC, and it looks crazy. Like I, I'm looking at this with like my shitty 1080p monitor, and I'm like, "Fuck, this will look amazing in 4K with HDR." Like it's gonna look incredible, dude. Incredible. Yeah. And like it, it has the gameplay to back it up too. Like it looks like a fun game. And uh, Hamtaro is saying, like, why is Wukong in every fucking game imaginable? Um, if he has been, I haven't noticed it. Like, <laughs> I feel like recently there's been, like, this huge, like, uptick in Wukong. But even then, it's, there's, like, this one and, like, some other game that was based on a movie Jackie Chan was in. And, like, that's it. This is all I can <laughs> think of. The only time I've seen Wukong in a game was Smite. But that's like that's a game that's based on like mythological heroes, so and creatures and shit like that. So yeah, God, this looks. I could see why I was. I was in the same camp when I first like heard about it. I was like, why is this Dark Souls clone like getting so much tension? Yeah. And then I looked at it. Oh shit! It's more than a Dark Souls clone. This looks incredible. Yeah. 
Like I'm into it. Um, the game, the map that I'm seeing here is a little too simple. If I had to complain about something, it's a very straight line like map. You know, very str- even though they're they're like outside in a forest, it's still like a very corridor looking map. Yeah, but I feel like it's because it's very early pre pre alpha footage. See, that's 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 one of the things that I was hoping that would be fixed in next gen was like the way games are built, they look vast and expansive, but there's still invisible walls everywhere or there's still, you know, very designed hallways to make it look more expansive than it really is. So that's that's one of the things I was hoping would come down is that like things would just be just open, just open everything. I mean, it depends on the experience, man. Oh, excuse me. I mean, if they're looking to make an open-world game, like, that's fine. But if they want a more, like, level-based, like, action game, which looks like what they're trying to make here. Yeah. And I love this part right here. Like, there's so many bad guys on screen. And then, like, this part coming up right here, it turns into a fucking demon, is incredible. <laughs> Just the effects, the way everybody reacts to, to getting hit. Like, it looks really cool. Like, I'm, I'm really into it. Um, this is one. I could see why this game went viral like it did. I can see why people are so excited for it. Yeah. If um, I had to criticize this part right here, it would be, like, when you have that many enemies on screen, you, the, there's the readability issue. It's one of the things, like, Bay- Bayonetta solves, where it just gives you that red, you know, that red indicator. Or maybe I'm thinking of... Um, Metal Gear Rising Revenge, where it just gives you that, like, if, it, if an enemy's off screen, that side of the screen flashes to let you know there's an attack coming from something that you can't see. Because I hate getting hit by shit you can't see. And the readability of that whole, like, they had like 10 enemies there and you just could not. It looked like you were going to be taking hits. He was dodging a lot. Yeah, and it, it, th- that's a complaint I had with it, too. It's like like he had to use this, like, ultra demon transformation to like yeah throw it on faith which i hope the game doesn't make me rely on all the time i mean again it's very very early footage so maybe like they already have like plans in place there's just more like a uh like a um you know, like a proof of concept than anything else but yeah. i'm into it dude like you fight with this wolf thing like it's incredible he does this weird like cancel thing where he like parries the attack and like freezes on like what the fuck is that i, I want to do that <laughs> it looks cool as hell <laughs> Like I, I, this is pressing all the right buttons for me, dude. <laughs> like, uh, you can do that like, in Breath of the Wild. Like, you can do that in Breath of the Wild, but it looks like this is like a counter. Yeah, it's not like that tool. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It looks cool as fuck. Like he's canceling into this weird fucking move. All right, all right. And that's dude, Wukong. That's right. Yeah, that's 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 Black Myth Wukong. Uh, as you can tell, we're both excited for it. I can't wait. Yeah, Storm Shadow says I'll probably end up buying it. Uh, me too, man. <laughs> me too. I'll probably end up picking it up. I- I'm really into this. Um, next, we got Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Yeah, which... they actually had to redo. They had to re-release this trailer because it got banned. Because <laughs> uh, they had Tiananmen Square footage and it got banned in China. Which is, like, ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I can yeah. see why, you know, China doesn't like when you criticize them. But for Call of Duty, which is, like, supposed to be, like, 
you know, a big part of the Cold War was like fighting like communist China, communist Russia, and to censor the atrocities that they're doing to appeal to China is hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, from American perspective, like Russia and China are not the good guys at this point in history. So how is that going to work? Just taking out Tiananmen Square, if this game comes out in China, like how, <laughs> how is that going to work? You know what I mean? Like what are they going to do to make – that's what I'm more interested in, like what they're going to be taking out to make this game like work in China. Yeah, so we'll I don't – also like this trailer doesn't really say anything. No, not at all. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's kind of just – I don't know, a lot of buzzwords and like, yeah, infiltration, shit like that. So know your history. I mean, it's going to give history buffs like a boner, but I don't know what that's going to do for like the average Call of Duty fan. I mean, is the average Call of Duty fan a history buff? I don't know. No. Well, I don't know. They pretend to be when like. World War Two comes or World War One comes out. You're like, oh, there's no females. Uh, <laughs> yeah, suddenly everyone's like a history nerd. Like, oh, nobody had like a woman with a prosthetic arm is not going to be in the military. Yeah, I forgot what there was like a real specific one where they were like, oh, this didn't, this wasn't. Oh, they were like they they re. They rewrote some part of history. I think it was like Battlefield or something where they like rewrote a part of history. They they rewrote an actual event that happened, but they swapped the roles of Russia and US to make US look like the good guys and like make Russia look like the bad guys. When in reality it was like the US being like the US fucks up something up. And yeah, people were upset about that. I think that's what it was. Don't 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 roast me if if I'm misremembering that. But yeah, cooking said it was Battlefield four or five. Yeah, so like when they when they do something when they do screw up, people do call it out. So so we'll have to we'll have to wait and see what happens with this. Then um, I mean I haven't been excited for a call of duty game since i was like 15 <laughs> so yeah like, it's a game that's going to come out i'm not going to play it the call of duty um, fans will like it for them. The, la- like, the last one i played was infinite and that one was like really good it was a, it was a change of pace it was super different from what they had been doing up to that point uh it was really like there were mission like it was like mission based you could like select missions from like a map and you go like okay i want to go here and then you like knock it out and you get a there were like collectibles that you could find in the maps and and like upgrade your arsenal it was a, it was a different call of duty i was not expecting it and i don't know what they were like after that but yeah that was the last one i played um, in other news, we have uh, a new Lord of the Rings game coming out, Lord of the Rings Gollum, which <coughs> the trailer doesn't fucking tell me anything. It's just. So it's, I heard it's, it's, it's a, a I heard it's a Prince yeah. of Persia game. With a stealth focus instead of like combat. Well, really? I mean, that game was like stealth, too. But yeah, they said it's Prince of Persia with a focus on stealth. I mean. I mean, it might be cool. I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan. I don't know. Does this Gollum fuck people up? 
like Lord of the Rings uh, fans in the in here. Does Gollum fuck people up? Does he do that? Is that a thing he does? Well, if he did, it wouldn't be a stealth game. <laughs> but like, what am I going to be expecting here? Am I going to be expecting like stealth kills in this game? Um, have you played that one game, uh, Sticks? I have played Sticks, but I would imagine it's like that. Gollum, I don't know. But it's not a, does Gollum do that though? Like, is that lore friendly? Does Gollum sneak up on people and like stealth kill them? I think Plus so. Really? <laughs> yeah, cooking is fun. Says not really. I mean, maybe it'll be cool. I don't know. I am not a Lord of the Rings fan at all. I've never read the books. I never seen the movies. Okay, he uses the ring to kill. Is what cooking is fun says. Doesn't the ring make you invisible? Like, what does the ring do to to kill? Like, how does the ring kill people? Well, there's different rings, but yeah. I thought it was one ring, you know, the one ring to rule them all was like the big tagline, right? Well, I think at this, at that point, there was one ring. Uh, you know what? I'm going to stop talking because <laughs> I don't know shit about Lord of the Rings. I thought, I thought there were multiple rings at a point and then, but it got down to one. Okay. Cooking as fun says the ring makes you invisible. And that was the ring that Golem found, right? Like that's the ring that he, he got and then Bilbo got it. And then um, Elijah Wood's character found it in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, there were other rings. It's called Lord. It's called Lord of the Rings. See, that's I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. Like, I want to get into them. I probably will eventually, but you know, I I, there's a lot of nerd shit I'm into. Lord of the Rings is not one of them. I've I even seen those movies, man. Everything walks in that movie, man. There's nothing but walking. Even the trees oh, walk. <laughs> All right. You stole that from Clerks, but I'll give you a pass. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I mean, uh, I like the setting of Lord of the Rings. Like, I like Shadow of Mordor. I thought Shadow of Mordor was cool. And this is someone who's like never seen any Lord of the Rings anything playing Shadow of Mordor, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking cool. Yeah. Like, it made me want to get into Lord of the Rings. I still didn't, but it made me want to. <laughs> uh, moving on from that before I embarrass myself any further. <laughs> uh, we have a Borderlands 3 DLC. Uh, Psycho Creek and the Fantastic Fuster Cluck. So, the thing about this yeah. game is that the story sucks, but the the gameplay is all right. Like the gameplay is what you want out of a Borderlands game. Like it doesn't really do anything. I will say it has a it has the most variety. Like the loot is kind of set. The, the loot is satisfying. That's the best. Like it has the best loot out of any of these games. So like playing it is actually fun. Uh, but the story sucks. And I heard the DLC. Uh, the DLC improves on like the story stuff. Like there, it's 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 better. It's a lot better. I haven't tried them yet. Actually, with this, I'm thinking I might get back in and 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 give it another go. I bought this game when it came out, so. Oh yeah, you bought on Epic when it came out. Yeah. I so when it came out, I wanted to play it, but I was like, I'm not gonna like buy it on Epic. So I was like, I'll wait till it comes on Steam. And then it came on Steam, and it was like thirty bucks, and I was still like, Nah, I'm playing other games now. I don't need to play Borderlands. 
and I just I haven't picked it up yet. I'll probably wait till like all the DLCs out and they have like a complete game of the year edition, and then I'll play it. But yeah, until then, the last Borderlands game I actually played to completion was Borderlands One. I never even finished Borderlands Two, and I've tried like a million times to do it. I just yeah. I, the the hook isn't there for me, dude. I don't know what it is. Same. Uh, we got another trailer for Zoids Wild Beast Unleashed or Blast Unleashed, which I didn't know Zoids was still a thing. <laughs> I'm being honest. Me I either. mean, I don't. I mean, it's probably still a thing in Japan because there haven't been any voids like cartoons here in the states in forever. And there's a bunch of characters I don't fucking recognize. So it's probably from like some newer incarnation of Zoids. Which is cool, man. I like Zoids. I think Zoids are cool as shit. Like robots you can like pilot that are based off animals. That's cool as hell. Um, yeah. And this looks interesting. It's like a fighting game. So it kind of reminds you of like Pokemon Tournament. A little bit. What was Zoids? It's... Uh, um, why is every fi- anime fighting game this like an arena fighter yeah like why i mean uh dragon ball fighters kind of came out and broke out of that but every single one is this man it's easy to make i guess i don't know which i don't understand why you think a 2d fighter would be easier to make but i don't know yeah i mean especially when you like when it's based on an anime like if you want that look 2D is like how you do it, man. I don't know. I agree. Like, I think I, I prefer 2D fighters over. If I have to play a 3D fighter, I don't mind games like Tekken and Soul Calibur. But these like weird arena fighters, like I don't, I don't have fun with them. And I've tried. I've tried on many occasions. I even tried with franchises I like, like JoJo. I bought that JoJo Eyes of Heaven game for my PS4, and it plays like dog shit. I do not like <laughs> arena fighters. <laughs> And I put up with uh, a lot of dog shit for JoJo, and that was not enough to get me into it. Um, I mean, it looks interesting. I don't recognize any of these fucking characters. I don't recognize any of these fucking Zoids. Where's the white Liger? <laughs> well, I thought Liger was in there. Actually, the yeah, this Liger. is some... I guess Zoids Wild. Zoids Wild is like... That must be a new series. Yeah, because these Zoids are like way smaller than the other Zoids I've seen. Yeah, and these characters riding on their backs. Where's that? Where's the character Steve, select screen? Camparo said we could have had an open world Zoids game for next gen. We got a Switch cop out. I didn't even think of that. An open world Zoids game would be fucking awesome, dude. Oh my Boy. god, I would play the shit out of that. Yeah. yeah, see, there's no white liger in there. You have that, t- the, there's a liger, but it's not like the white liger, you know? Yeah. I don't know what that is, man. Is Zoid, did they get inside of Zoids, or was it always like like a Pokemon? <laughs> they got inside of them. Yeah. But in this game, they're like riding on their backs. So I don't know what it is. Yeah. All right, well, that's Zoids. That's anime bullshit hour. <laughs> uh, not quite yet. We have another. Oh yeah. 
Kondagawa Jet Girls. Which... Um, <laughs> well, this actually this actually looks good though. This reminds me of like uh like Sonic Riders or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like Sonic Riders mixed with like Mario Kart Double Trouble. Yeah, I, I was getting like wave race vibes, but yeah. Like it looks crazy. There's like some mini games you can play. I guess to unlock costumes so you can see the characters' asses better. I don't know. Yeah, but it's got it's got what you want, so Like it looks interesting, I'm not gonna lie. It looks like it might be a fun like distraction. Yeah, like this just looks fun. Like yeah, I might grab like this. Like yeah, it looks like a fun kinda dumb <coughs> excuse me, kinda dumb but fun distraction. And I'm into it, dude. G- games games need to learn to be fun. Like Yeah. It's okay if you want to tell this big story and make people feel bad and cry. But at the end of the day, man, I'm, games are better when they're fun. Games are better when they're fun. Um I love the end of that trailer because it's like marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm probably gonna I'm gonna grab this on Steam. Yeah, I think I would pick it up on Steam too. But we'll stream it. We'll stream it. Then I have my wife. I have to explain to my wife like what I'm playing. <laughs> I'm doing it for work, baby. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, next, we have a new like gameplay trailer for Baldur's Gate Three. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't really show you much. It's just, I guess it just shows you a little bit of the dialogue options. Which I'm cool with, because here's the thing. I am a Dungeons & Dragons fan. I recently got into Dungeons & Dragons. And the way the game plays it out, because, like, you're making, like, Arcana checks... And wisdom checks. Um, like, it looks really interesting. Cooking is fun as the resident uh, Baldur's Gate uh, fanboy here. So, it seems like uh, he's the he's the one. That, he said, no, it doesn't. I don't know what that's in reference to, but... <laughs> Uh, he, if anyone would know if this is good or not, it's him. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. There's I like... It's like the most gameplay I've seen so far. There's dice rolls. Like, you can, you can see the, the roll for, for, your, for your checks. Yeah, which I'm fine with. I think it's cool. <laughs> Doesn't give a good gameplay example. I mean, it gives an example for like how the dialogue trees work. Yeah, I don't know. It looks interesting. Uh, I've never played a Baldur's Gate game. I'm not the biggest. Uh... Now, Yoshi, me. Thanks for accidentally hitting the follow button. Nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna, 
nothing's gonna pop off here but thank you yeah this this looks interesting i don't i don't know too much about Baldur's gate i'm gonna i'm gonna admit that but an intellect devourer should i turn up some of this volume so you can hear it Does it always like do you always get that like na narrator? I kind of like the way it does that. Like if you if your character is going to be silent, I like that it gives you that narrator. Well, having a dungeon master so is a D&D staple. It's like there to describe like what's happening. So it, it's cool oh. to see that implemented in uh in this here. From Divinity Original Sin. Alright, I don't know. I don't know anything about <laughs> I don't know anything about D D and, and, and Baldur's Gate. I have Divinity, but I never I haven't played it. But I mean it I'm looks interesting. Yeah, I still need to see what the combat looks like. Is it gonna be like pure like D D turn based combat? Are they gonna try to make it more action heavy? Which, based on what I'm seeing here, they're probably going to do more traditional D and D style combat. But we'll, we'll see. Like, it looks it looks interesting. As a as a um, non D and D player, would that get me into the D and D at least, like on the outskirts? Would that if if you like the game, it might get you into like. Here's the beauty of D and D, dude, and I, this is why you can never capture it in a game: is the the pure like craziness that could happen when you play D and D. Like, depending on how the dice roll, what your players want to do, um, there's a lot of, like, craziness the game can take place. And there's only so much you can do in a game. There's only so much a video game will show you and present to you. Like, if, if I was playing this game, you know, a lot of the same story beats would happen. But what you might have a random player is like, oh, I'm going to try to eat the fucking thing. And then you got to be like, okay, I guess you eat it. And then what happens next? Like, like it's that, that craziness of like what could happen next based on your choices. Yeah, the fun can be. Um, they're trying to get like, the main mechanics of it down in here by letting you like approach like um, situations any way you want, giving you some freedom to play it out, to role play it. And so this might get you into like the idea of it. But if you want to play, if you want to see what D and D is all about, the best way to do it is to fucking play some D and D, like some real D and D. I have uh, I have Divinity I have Original Sin two so if anyone wants to play that we can do that also Wasteland three uh, is the next trailer we got this is another one that's coming out soon and it's gonna be on Game Pass I would love to play this with someone because like Wasteland is another series where it's 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 like that it's like it, it lets you kind of do whatever and. But like I don't know, I get I get burned out on it. Like if I play by myself, because there's just a lot. I've had a lot of people tell me I would like the Wasteland games because they play like the older like Neverwinter Nights, Baldur's Gate games. You know, they're an isometric RPG. I've been told I would like them a lot. Yeah. 
but it's, it looks more like it's inspired by the earlier Fallout games. And the fact that this is co-op, like, that's really cool, too. Like, I, I'll fucking, if it's on Game Pass, I'll fucking play it with you. It might be fun to play. I've never played the first two Wasteland games. Yeah. But I feel like I, 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 I think I, I have got, to, though. I got Wasteland 2 on Switch, and I was like, this is a bad way to play this. <laughs> so, <laughs> really? it was a bad idea. Yeah, I don't understand why they did that. I mean, I'm glad it's there for the people that want it, but it's like, everything was so tiny and small. I mean, I was trying to play it in handheld, too, but... It's like a bad. It's a bad way to play that game. Yeah, I feel like this game like needs like a mouse and keyboard to play. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm assuming with this one they're putting in the work to have it like work on on a uh, on a controller. So, so we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Um, next game we got like I'm into it, and if it's on Game Pass, I'll play it with you, man. Like it looks like fun. Uh, next game we got is Remnant from the Ashes, which I think that link is broken because every time I click on it, it takes you back to the Baldur's Gate. What? You fucked my link up? I did not fuck your link up. You fucked your link up. <laughs> uh, if you hit where it says launch trailer, that it works there. There we go. Um yeah, I have this game, man. If you're if you're playing, I don't know if there's cross play between Steam and Epic, but I, I bought it on Steam when it came out. I'm looking it up actually. Um, yes, Epic did give it away, uh, Storm Shadow, and that's that's where I played it. I was playing it on Epic with my brother because we both downloaded it and we both liked it. I liked it a lot. I actually kind of wish I played it sooner, if I'm being honest. I'm looking up if it's crossplay between Steam and Epic. Yeah, if anyone has this game, man, I I bought this when it came out and didn't have anyone to play with. Now that people are playing it, <laughs> no one's hitting me up. Like, yo, let's play some fucking Remnant. I've been playing Adventure Mode because I kind of like the random, like, you know, go through dungeons, get loot, like, aspect of it. The story mode's cool, too. But I feel like I'm gonna enjoy that more, like by myself or with my brother or something. Yeah. But I love like the the loot aspect of adventure mode. That's a lot of fun. And I like it. New, like, it has that like, um, yeah. it has that director mode where it's like it, you know, like Left 4 Dead. It, it changes based on how well you're doing, or it'll just randomly spawn in like a, a swarm of enemies, and you're like, oh shit, that didn't happen last time. Yeah, like, and that, that's what I was told. That the game works best on multiple playthroughs. And my brother was playing with me because he, he he downloaded the game a little bit before I did because I had – I can't remember what I was doing that day. I think I went to like Phoenix for that funeral when it came out. But my brother was hitting me up like, hey, let's play Remnant. It's free now. And I'm like, I'm busy. So we got a couple hours into it. And then when I finally booted up, he saw I joined my game and everything. he was saying like everything was different from what I was yeah. experiencing. Like the map layout was different. The enemies were different. Uh, some of the uh, – the encounters were different. Even the dungeons that I found, that ra- randomly found, were different. So, and what I've been told is different every playthrough. Yeah. And even in adventure mode, like I played through adventure mode, and I played through a dungeon I had already completed, but they, the dungeon was the same idea. There was this boss at the end of it, and I fought the boss a little bit throughout the dungeon until I fought and got to the end. But the actual layout was different. The enemies I fought were different. The story beats were the same, but the 
the whole dungeon itself was a different dungeon. And I was like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> like, I really like that. I yeah. really, really like that. I, I, I kind of want to keep playing it so I can keep beating it and seeing like what else I can experience. Yeah. Yeah. This and game is like, crazy shit that happens too. Like I found this random mask. Let's we talk to plants and we found this like random plant and I put the mask on the fucking thing, like grabbed me and picked me up. And then it gave me a new trait when it put me back down. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. <laughs> Like it's 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 insane the way the the game plays out. I really like it. Yeah, it's I yeah it's. I'm glad it's getting a lot of attention now. It's a shame that it has to go free to play the, or you know, it has to go free before people pay attention. I saw the p- potential of that game when it came out. All right, just In letting you defense, know. Though, everyone talked about it like, oh, it's uh, Dark Souls if it was a third person shooter. And I'm like, okay, that's not a way to get me into it. But it's not, it's like Dark Souls, but it's more like Diablo with the way the level structure plays out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very much its own thing. Like, people love to compare shit to Dark Souls when really it's not like, it's, it's loose. It's a loose Souls. I mean, it's one of the loosest Souls games ever. So. Yeah, it's 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 like souls, in the sense that it's hard, I guess. But that's the only yeah. thing that has a really vague like, has a very vague lore that you kind of just discover as you play through. But that's the only thing I can see that's like Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, but it's still it's still a good game. I recommend it. Um, I'm upset that I waited until it was free to play to play it too. I wish I bought it sooner. But now I'm gonna make up for it by getting like the DLC and stuff and getting those developers some money, man, because they deserve it. That game's a fucking blast. Um, up next we have the Crisis Remastered Tech Trailer Preview. So which, this is impressive. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I did not, I did not know to what extent this was gonna be remastered, and this is my first time seeing it, and boy. They are putting in the work, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, we're getting uh, ray traced water reflections, um, new 8K textures. Fuck, it looks phenomenal. Holy shit! Um, and which is funny because when Crisis came out, the whole point of it was like it was like this future proof game. Like the hardware to like fully run it wasn't even available yet. Yeah. And now it's like, now that people are kind of able to run it, it's like, oh, here's a remaster. And they future roofed it again. Um, it looks cool. Don't get me wrong. I never played Crisis. I've been told I, the games are pretty solid, but I've never played them. I played it. It's uh, it's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the game's not the game's not great. It was definitely, hey, look how good this looks kind of game <laughs> and not, oh, look how good this game is. <laughs> but uh, the ray tracing they're doing is actually they are going to be doing that on the consoles through uh, software ray tracing, some software technique they're doing to, to do it. Yeah, it was a, it was a tech demo. It was not it was not meant to be like a good game. Everyone keeps telling me that Far Cry does the crisis thing, but better. 
Yeah. Um, up next, we have the Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two trailer, which it's good to see them going back to Tony Hawk one and Pro Skater one and two. It's cool we're getting them both together as a remaster. Because that last Tony Hawk game was dog shit, dude. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was even that? Jesus uh, Christ. This game's a little more... This is a little more than a remaster. They're like... It yeah, seems it's, like it's going to be a... It seems like it's going to be a platform. Like, they're starting with 1 and 2, but there's no reason they can't just throw on 3 on there and throw on 4. Like, cause everything's here, basically. Yeah, dude, the, the fucking skate park creator looks insane. Um, I'm going to have some fun with this. Um, I'm a, I'm not a huge Tony Hawk fan. I never played the originals. I've only played, like, the Underground games. I played Underground 2 more than one. And I liked them. I played uh, American Skateland when that came out, and I liked it. Yeah. So it's cool to see, like, another Tony Hawk game coming back. Because there's a the thing, man. Tony Hawk games are... They came out in a beautiful point in gaming when games weren't trying to be like realistic, like skateboard simulators. These were arcade games. Yeah. And cool to see that. I think that's fun as hell. I love when games try to be games. And Tony Hawk is a fucking master cat master class at that. Um, it gamifies skateboarding to a way that makes it like arcadey, and I love it. Um, I wanna see this game come out. I wanna see it do really, really well. And I want to see hopefully a better Tony Hawk sequel or remasters of the older games. Um, I'm got my fingers crossed for an underground remake. It probably won't happen, but we'll see. <laughs> There's a um, the PC version. the The PC version of Underground Two has a mod called Thug Pro. That uh, yeah, it's an it's an online mod. That adds all the Thug 1 levels, all the Thug 2 levels, and I think all the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, 2, 3, and 4 levels. Maybe not all of them, but most of them are all there, and you can play it online. I would love to play that, but where the fuck am I going to get a copy of Tony Hawk Underground 2 for PC? <laughs> uh, there's ways to get that. <laughs> Just saying. There's, there's, there's ways. Oh man, that's great. I would love to play that. I fucking love Tony Hawk Underground too. Um what else we got? Oh, Surgeon Simulator 2 got a new trailer. I didn't even know a sequel's coming out for that game. Yeah. I think they showed this on the Devolver. Yeah. And there have been so many like expansions and stuff for Surgeon Simulator. I forgot, like, oh, they never actually made a sequel. Which, I mean, <clears throat> I never played the Surgeon Simulator games, but I hear they're actually, like, kind of funny. Like, despite all, like, the ridiculous craziness, it's actually, like, a kind of fun game. Yeah. I never the got into good. these uh, these co-op games. I just never enjoyed them. Yeah, where the humor is, like, controlling it is, like, yeah. the humor. It is kind of funny, though, watching these people run around like that. 
Yeah, but wouldn't it be funnier if you could just like control it normally and still fuck around? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> I, I have no idea, dude. I never played this fucking game before. <laughs> <laughs> the closest I've ever gotten to a game like this is like Trauma Center. And like, you know, that wasn't a funny game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I played like the first one a little bit, just enough to know that I didn't want to play it. But, yeah. Surgeon Simulator, the, the big thing about that is it's co op now, so you can have multiplayer craziness. It might be fun for the Surgeon Simulator fans, but, eh. Yeah. Um, next, we got Hades, <coughs> which was the new super giant game. If you haven't heard of it, there's a reason it came out on Epic. <laughs> well, I should say it was it was uh, early access on Epic, but now it looks like it's actually getting a full launch. It's leaving early access, yeah. and it's coming to uh, Nintendo Switch. Which is it coming to Steam too? Or any other yeah, I think it's it's on Steam already. I think. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, that came out back in December. Um, according to Steam, it's still in early access, but that's probably going to change in the next couple of days once it leaves. Yeah. Um, I really want to play Hades. I wish I had. It looks like fun, and I, I I'm gonna, like Super games. Yeah, I'm going to buy this. Well, I was avoiding it in early access because, yeah, I don't like you know, blowing my load on early access games. Like I like to wait until it's finished and then experience it. So I got risk of rain two when that came out. So I will, I will be getting this, uh, when this comes out, it looks like fun. I've been, uh, I've been trying to finish bastion and transistor so many times. I start them. I never finish them. Uh, one day I will, I'll probably go back and finish them and then go and play Hades. I do like super giants games. Yeah. They have a unique, uh, they have a unique take on on games. Like a uh, Pyre, oh, Pyre, Pyre was one that people like. That one kind of came and went, but that was like super unique. I feel like a lot of people didn't talk about it because it wasn't like it wasn't like this like action game. It was more like like a like a like a sports game, I say in quotations, but it's not yeah. really. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people didn't give spot, give part of the time of day, which is just a shame. It looks cool. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Next we have art of rally, which I had never heard of before I saw this trailer. And that looks really weird. It's like an overhead, Rally racing game is the best way to describe it. Yeah, it's an indie rally game. It's like low poly count. It's kind of, you know what it reminds me of that that drifting game, the Zen Drifting. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that game fucking blew my mind. That game looked insane. Yeah. See, this looks like that, but like more chill. Yeah. Which, I mean, could be fun. You know, you, you throw some user-generated levels in there. I think you can get yourself a fun game. Yeah. Like, that's the thing I don't like about rally games. Well, 
because it's only only Codemasters makes them, and you know, it's just like for one type of person, the person that really is into rally. This is something more casual that I, you know, I feel like I can get into this. Yeah, looks like a lot of fun. There's no timers on the screen. There's no like. I mean, you're, you're, that's probably something you can enable, like a time trial type stuff. But yeah, and again, like you know, you you, you throw some fucking user generated levels in there. You got yourself a game you can play for a while. Yeah. Another potential there. Um, this is one. I this is something actually. This uh, this next trailer, is something I've been I was actually watching on and off throughout the podcast. Um, it's a mod for Final Fantasy IX. It's called the Moguri mod. Um, I'm going to start with saying it makes the game look incredible. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because, like, we have a Final Fantasy IX, like, remaster, but... It's trash. Yeah, it's trash. It's based on (laughs) the the mobile version of the game, which still uses a lot of the same models. Well, the models are upgraded, but the background textures are mostly still the same. But this, it's completely redrawing all the background textures, all the background screens. Um, they completely redid. They did. They added more lines of animation for a lot of the moving background effects. Like it looks fucking incredible, dude. Like there's yeah. detail there that I've never. They went seen. in. They went in and had like artists like redraw a lot of the the artwork. Yeah. And it looks incredible, man. Like fuck. I've uh, I've never played Final Fantasy IX, and I think I'm gonna grab this and and play it. Final Fantasy IX is solid. Um, it's it was a return to form from other Final Fantasy games because when Final Fantasy got popular here, it was with Final Fantasy VII, which took it into like this weird like cyber steam cyberpunk like sci-fi style, and then eight kind of played off of that too. But nine kind of goes back to this like older like sword and sorcery looking style, yeah. with weird things like airships and chocobos and moogles, and it has a class system. So each character has their own class. You know, there's no like material you're swapping out to make your fighter heal a healer. Like everyone has a job they're set to do, and the game kind of makes your characters face that job. Um, I liked it. I like Final Fantasy IX. Um, I like this mod. It kind of pisses me off that fans can make something like this, but Square Enix can't. Yep. Like, Square Enix <laughs> would rather just port a fucking mobile game over and call it a day. But this looks incredible, and I'm really happy to see that. Um, I own Final Fantasy IX on Switch, and... I own the PS1 version on PS3, you know, when they were still selling, like, PS1 games on there. Wow. Yeah, and I'll probably, like, buy it again on Steam just so I can download that mod and play it the way the fans intended. Um, <coughs> fuck, excuse me. Um, another mod. This one I was not expecting. Uh, <laughs> Devil Cry 5 pvp mod like who fucking thinks of that i i put this in here just for you i appreciate it because it looks incredible my man like what the fuck <laughs> it looks like an arena fighter but not like an anime arena fighter like fucking power stone 
Yeah. With Devil May Cry. And it's got all kinds of custom costumes. <clears throat> and all the characters are like playable here. So like you have um you have Dante, you have V, you have Nero with a ton of awesome costumes to play with. I don't keep repeating it, but the costumes are fucking cool. Like, I don't know what compelled someone to come up with this, but I love it. Yeah, I don't even know how this works, man. Like, I don't... I have this game and still haven't played it. Ah, oh, dude, it's so good. Don't make it's on the, on the backlog. Actually, my next game is probably going to be Spider-Man. Really? You haven't played Spider-Man yet either? I don't play Spider-Man, so that's probably going to be my next. Oh, it's good. Um, <clears throat> they they talked about this update a little bit, um, where they're adding in this versus mode, um, some new moves for the characters to make it more viable. Um, they go on for like quite a bit talking about some of this stuff. But the versus mode is the thing I'm most excited for. Um, it's cool, man. Like I like, I like seeing shit like this. I like seeing fans add something that wasn't the game originally that wasn't intended to be in the game. Yeah, like Capcom never intended to make this game like a, have a versus mode, and it looks fucking dope. God, it looks so cool. <laughs> Like, like they're bringing in like a lot of the uh, the single player aspects to multiplayer, and I really like that. Fuck, <laughs> I already bought this game on PS4, but I might buy it again on PC so I can play this mod. <laughs> Dude, that was your first I'm mistake. Just buy everything well, on PC. Defense, <clears throat> in my defense, it was like ten dollars on PS4. Oh. And that was like the cheapest I had seen at the time. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll pick it up. But I kind of wish I had just paid on PS4. Um so here's the thing that a lot of people talk about, and you'll you'll see it come up in the video a little bit. But they talk about DMC4 inertia. So when DMC4 came out, that game was not finished. A lot of fans will admit the game was not finished. That's why you play through the game twice, basically. You play through the whole game as Nero, and then you you play it backwards as Dante. You play the same levels backwards, uh, with some retweaked enemies. But for the most part, it's the same game backwards. Um, so a lot of fans are upset with that because you know the game didn't really feel finished. But because of that, the game had a lot of um, how can I word unintentional issues like being able to preserve your inertia with jump canceling so for example you could like jump cancel into another like dash and carry over that inertia from when you initially jumped in the air because they didn't tweak that the inertia should stop if you cancel out so people are able to do these insane combos of flying around the map they look like fucking super saiyans like if you look up devil may cry 4 gameplay like combo videos, it looks insane because there's a bunch of shit that the developers left in because they, they couldn't like polish the game as much as they wanted to. And so it looks like this remake, this uh, this mod doesn't just add versus mode; it also like adds that inertia that was in DMC4 to give you these crazy combos like DMC4 had. 
I, never, I know as I'm saying, it's probably going over your head because you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Inertia, I'm canceling. <laughs> but wave dashing. I, <laughs> basically, yeah. So think of it like, you know, when Melee came out, you know, had wave dashing is from a developer oversight. Devil May, Cry 5, Devil May Cry 4 had a lot of the same stuff. I think what I didn't realize is the 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 attack variety that these games have uh, is incredible. <laughs> like I've I don't think I've seen the same move twice yet. Dude, there's so much attack variety in the game, and what's crazy is by bringing back this the inertia from DMC four you have even more variety with how you do air combos and how you drag your enemy around. Like there's some fucking crazy combo videos out there from stuff like this. It's insane, dude. Like if you have the time, like look up like DMC four combo videos, like there's some crazy shit that people are able to pull off. Like, look at this fucking video right here. I'm going to put it in the stream chat. A little off topic, but goddamn it, you 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 fucking got me started on this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there is some crazy shit you can do that I'm not even gonna pretend I understand what's going on. But there are some just insane like cancels mechanics that again were left into DMC four as an oversight. So a lot of people were hoping that would come back in DMC five. It didn't. But I still think DMC5 is a solid game, even without this stuff. And for these modders to bring it back in. Like, look at this. Are you seeing this shit? It looks like a goddamn Super Saiyan the way he's flying around. Man. Like, it's insane, dude. And uh, for this mod to be bringing that in, I, I fucking shit. I'm going to pick up. I, it's enough to make me rebuy DMC5 so I can play with this mod. Like, it would be. Well, I would hope that there's people playing this mode. Like, <laughs> like that's the thing about it. If, there, if there's people playing it, then sure. But, like, if there's nobody playing, then... Here's my thing. I, I, I think people are going to be playing it. But the people who went through the effort <laughs> to download this mod, get yeah. it working, learn these combos, those guys are going to kick my fucking ass, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, I totally expect to get my ass fucking stomped. <laughs> I, I need to, I need to play Devil May Cry. I still, that's still on the, on the backlog of. So you gotta play Devil May Cry. Like, this whole series, just five. All of them. Like, I've played, I've played them. Like, but I haven't, like, you know what I'm saying? I haven't played them, though. Like, I haven't gone through it. Okay, man, I'll be honest with you. Four and five is where it's at. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Four and five is where it's at. Three is good with a caveat. You got to get the Switch version because the Switch version has that of the style switching. Oh, right. That wasn't in the game. So if you're going to play it, if you absolutely have to, if you have to play one and two, you can play them either way you want. I don't give a shit. But in my recommendation, you should play three, four, and five because that's like where the game's like at its pinnacle. I have them all. I have all of them on Steam. It's just I never, I just haven't, uh, haven't loaded them up. Oh, they're so good. Like, four was my favorite for a long time until five came out, and I really, really like five. 
Uh, five is just a totally different beast. It's such a good game. Like, I, I don't think action games get much better than this, if I'm being honest with you. This is coming from, like, a Day- Bayonetta fan. I love Devil May Cry. Right, there's uh, so, Devil May Cry hour. There we go, yeah. You started it, man. Well, you, fucking, you, <laughs> you, know, you knew it was going to happen. <laughs> no, it's good. Like I said, I, I like to... I like to pull out stuff like that and kind of just show like, Hey, there's, there's, there's fan made stuff out here that people are doing that, you know, you, you wouldn't get to see. That's fucking incredible. Like, Oh my God. I'm, I'm so excited. Just looking at it. Like how much Devil May Cry 5 on steam right now? (laughs) Still 30 bucks. Ooh, I might, should I, should I do it? How am I going to justify to my wife buying the same game again? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It looks good, though. And I'm excited. Thank you for that that trailer. I am... Fuck, I'm so happy to be seeing that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> happy to be seeing this. Fans, fans do good work, man. Yeah. I should hire them, make this an official mode. Uh, so game releases. Uh, this is a this is a big big week here. Stuff is stuff is coming out. My wife said no. I can't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got quite a few games coming out. Um, so today we have Cinders coming out on PS4, which I'm gonna be honest, I never heard of this game before. Before you uh, put it in the show notes here, well, it's uh, based it's, on Cinderella. Oh, sorry, you were gonna say something. Oh, no, it's been a while. It's been out for a while on PC. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a it's a visual novel based on the Cinderella story, which is people don't know this, but it's actually like a pretty tragic story, right? Yeah, I mean, most of those grim fairy tales are, like, fucking dark for, like, no reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, It looks, I mean, it's a visual novel. What can I say? It's coming out on PS4. It's a visual novel. If you like visual novels, it'd be worth looking into. It's been out on fucking Switch, iOS, PC forever. Um, <clears throat> Honestly, if you're a fan of it, you probably already have it, though. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but it's coming out on PS4. So if you haven't tried it yet, give it a shot. It might be something you're into. Uh, my wife said she'll play that. <laughs> <laughs> or watch. <laughs> um, then we have Kondagawa Jet Girls, the game we were just fucking like yeah. raving about like 30 minutes ago. That came out today on PC and PS4. And I'm really happy to see that because I want to check this fucking game out, dude. Yeah. And oh, it's a, see. From the, it's a Senran Kagura game. That's why it's so sexy. Oh. It's one of the same guys that made Senran Kagura. Now it makes sense. The reviews are all saying it's mixed, but it's like... What, they don't know. What were you, you know. What were you expecting getting into this game? Yeah, they, they just don't know. I like this review right here. Uh, solid racing mechanics, great port are the pros. Cons... Laughable difficulty and AI. 
generic storyline. What storyline were you expecting <laughs> in this game? Were you expecting Last of Us 2 when you picked up Kondagawa Jet Girls? <laughs> I just I don't want to be a dick, but dude, like what were you expecting? <laughs> it's a game where cute anime girls like ride jet skis on water and shoot each other with water guns and you unlock sexy outfits. Like what were you expecting for story? Game is fifty dollars. And it's fifty dollars. Like that's has a thirty dollar character pass. Yeah. That that that's something to be upset about. <laughs> like that's <laughs> not the fucking storyline. <laughs> uh but no. Um I talk a lot of shit, but maybe this game's not great. But at the same time, it's from the same guys who made Senran and Kagura, so I don't know, do the Senran and Kagura games have great stories that I don't know about? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. Um, and it looks like a fun waste of time, but 50 bucks is a lot of money for a fun waste of time. I don't know. We'll see. I might pick it up later when it's on sale or something. Um. <clears throat> This is the most unique. This is the most unique Steam review I've ever seen in my life. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. The same one I'm looking at. Are you looking at where it has a? He has like the fo- the file folder structure of the game, and under uh, he has a difficulty folder, and it says this folder is empty. He has a story folder. It says this folder oh, is empty. <laughs> and he has a fan service folder, and it says 7.5 gigabytes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is a really interesting way of reviewing the game. But again, mm. it's like, what are you expecting? Does it at least have multiplayer? That'd be cool. That might save it if it has multiplayer. It's online PvP. Oh, see, there you go. The game's too easy. Play with real people. Yeah. I'm defending a game I haven't even fucking played yet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, then tomorrow, we have Cinders coming out on Xbox One. So that's cool. If you want to wait till it comes out on Xbox, you can play it there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Fuck. I'm dying. Um, on the 27th. We have Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered coming out on Switch, PS4, and surprisingly, iOS and Android. I wasn't expecting that. Nice. I uh, hated this game on GameCube. A lot of people did. I heard a lot of people did not like it. This does not look like the same game. That's what a lot of people keep telling me that. A lot of people keep telling me how much they hated the game on GameCube. But this one's like fixing a lot of things that were wrong with the GameCube game. Uh, I never played it on GameCube, so I don't know. The only thing I know is that it's multiplayer, so I might buy that so I can play with my wife. Well, the problem with the game is that it was an escort mission the entire time. Oh yeah. Am I am I wrong? Am I misremembering that? Like, I could be misremembering it because I hate it so much that I played it once and was like, I'm not playing this anymore. Um, also I rented it that was back when you know you didn't know how good a game was until you fucking like bought it or rented it from Blockbuster so like and then back then like my parents only you know let you get one game and it was like oh oh, Final Fantasy game yeah GameCube and uh, you know that's the one you got 
and it sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasted my one Blockbuster rental on that. And I just had that for a weekend, so. I mean, that sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry but, this game traumatized you as a child. The, the reviews are high, so maybe I'm just maybe I'm just wrong about that. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I heard the game was like built with like multiplayer in mind, so maybe it's just better with more people. I don't know. Um, next, we have coming out uh, Moon Remix RPG Adventure. Have you ever heard of this game? No, that's a slew of words that like don't <laughs> like so, Moon Remix RPG Adventure is a weird. That's a title so, of a. <laughs> yes. So here's the thing: the game, uh, the game came out in Japan. Back in like 1997, 98, something like that. Um, <clears throat> it was released on the original PlayStation, and it was like like a parody kind of metaphysical commentary of Japanese role playing games. Oh. Um, it's kind of, the gameplay itself is kind of like um, how can I explain it? Mm, a bit like. Dark Cloud, like the city building aspects of Dark Cloud with like the daily life sim stuff of Animal Crossing. But the big gimmick is that the game does run in real time like Animal Crossing. And the big gimmick is that you're in a world inhabited by like RPG NPCs. They have a regular schedule they follow every day of the week. And... Every once in a while you go outside, you find corpses of random enemies that the uh, that the player character, the hero, was leaving behind as he was grinding through the game. <laughs> like, the game, like, comments a lot on, like, kind of the sillier aspects of JRPGs from the point of view of someone who's not the main character. Hmm. And it, it's, it's pretty interesting. This game came out, like, 1997 when, like, you know, JRPGs were, like, the thing... But a lot of those tropes weren't considered tropes yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really cool that this game like kind of came out and started like commenting on it. Um, this is the first time this game has come out in the U.S. It's only ever been released in Japan. It's got a bunch of fan translations that people have liked and people have uh, have uh, played through, and a lot of like smaller. I've seen a lot of smaller YouTubers talking about it and some bigger YouTubers talk about it. But this is the first time it's actually officially released uh, in the United States. It's coming out August 27th uh, on the Nintendo Switch. It had come out in Japan October 10th of last year. But that's why this game is like a big deal, quote unquote. This is the first time we're actually seeing it here. Um, It looks interesting. It looks very interesting. I'm probably not going to pick it up. But, you know, that's that's kind of what this game's all about. Any word on if they're, uh, you know, revamping anything about this? This is a, have, this is a very... Uh, I've been told it's almost like a one-to-one port with okay. some... Uh, the, the resolution's been bumped up a little bit, and the textures have been restructured a little bit, but from what I've been told, it's almost a one-to-one port of the game. Except for the English localization, like that never happened. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Um, a lot of people are excited to play it. 
know, a lot of people in that like RPG space are really excited to play it. Um, again, it's not my cup of tea, but you know, if you've been excited for this game, you want to try it forever. Here it is. There's a chance to try it out. Um, Surgeon Simulator 2 comes out that same day, which we went over. Um, I mean, I'm not into it. You're not into it. <laughs> yeah. If you're into it, go ahead. It's coming out 27th for PC. Uh, then we have Tell Me Why Chapter 1. Yes. Which is an game from Don't Nod Entertainment. This is the uh, new Don't Nod game. I'm yeah. going to check this out. Really? As a motherfucker who's not a fan of the Life is Strange games. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, you don't like Life is Strange. So for you to be playing this, like what, what, what about this is different from Life is Strange that you're into? Nothing. Well, I didn't say I was into it. <laughs> I'm just going to check it out. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Studios. Is it coming to Game Pass? Do you know? Uh, yeah, this was on the uh, Xbox. They showed this at their Xbox thing, and they said yeah. everything there was coming to Game Pass. So, yeah, this. Hold on. There's okay. Tyler is the first transgender playable character from any major studio. And they worked I mean, with Glad to make him authentic representation of the trans experience. I mean, is that, that sounds, what this game is? I had no idea. I wish I didn't read this because I had no idea what this game was about. But I guess that's what it's about. Or maybe it's about something else and he just happens to be transgender. I don't know. We'll find out. That comes out when's that come out? Maybe Thursday? Some talking point like, remember when the Power Rangers movie came out and everyone was like, oh, here's the first like gay superhero. No, and I don't remember like, that. When did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Power Rangers movie is gay. But she has like one line in the movie where she's like, I don't think I like guys. And like that's that's <laughs> I swear to God, like, like there's her whole character arc, her whole like gay character arc is that they're sitting like they have that moment where they sit around, they talk to each other, you know, the fucking the, the breakfast club moment where they're like, Oh, my life's not so easy. I'm like some preppy, like hot cheerleader girl, but I have problems too. You know, like that whole fucking conversation. And the yeah. girl's whole like, arc is like um, I don't think I like guys like I should. And like, that's it, basically. It's kind of embarrassing. Wow. Well, there's another character, the Blue Ranger, who is uh, autistic. And there's no top marketing that there's the first autistic superhero. And him being autistic is like an ongoing thing through the whole movie. Wait, how do they do that? Do you, do you just go like, hey, guys, don't forget that I'm autistic, so... <laughs> there's a scene <coughs> god damn it where he's like talking to the uh, Red Ranger character and he just keeps talking and talking and talking and the Red Ranger character is like what do you what why are you still talking to me and he's like oh sorry I'm on the spectrum I didn't know you were bored and like that's the only Boy. time they bring it up they never bring it up after that well they do kind of bring it up because the character's mom is like super protective of him but he doesn't like that because his mom doesn't let him do anything. So like, like he actually has like an arc, you know, with that, with that character. 
And nobody fucking talked about that. Like I, I didn't hear anything about that. I heard so much marketing of the Yellow Rangers gay. Go watch this movie. Support the first gay superhero. And she has like one throwaway line. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have this character where his autism is like an ongoing thing. It's a strength and a weakness through the whole movie. And nobody talked about it. There's zero marketing talking about it. <laughs> well, uh, tell me why. Uh, first, sorry, <laughs> sorry, <I'm running> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, it's that's I don't, I don't know why that has to be a point, is what I'm saying. Like, but no, that, that is a point in the story. It's uh, the game is centered on twins Allison and Tyler who travel to their childhood home in Alaska and must come to terms with events from their childhood, particularly for Tyler, as he has transitioned to male since then. And sto- the story involves how their childhood situation influenced Tyler's development and effects on their mother. So, seems like that's a crucial plot point. Yeah. That'd be interesting. It's like a talent coming of age story. Yeah. From the point of view of like a transgender protagonist, it might be interesting. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know what the trans experience is, so it'd be cool to see a game that kind of you know, educates me on that. If they do their homework on it, it'd be cool to see a game that educates me on that. Yeah. These games are games that resonate with people. And I just don't, I don't, I I don't feel it. Like I don't see where it just doesn't land with me. Maybe like other people's experience. It's, it's, it, it does, but I thought life is strange was okay. I never finished it, but once you play that like i know it's not a telltale game but it's very reminiscent like a telltale like you know storytelling structure. that's what it is yeah it's hard to like keep playing it um it sounds like something different but the the visual the visual storytelling they nail like the world building and the visual story that just looking around and looking at stuff um, going through her journal stuff like that, like that, they absolutely nail that stuff. But it's like the dialogue, the characters and the dialogue just never was never like, no one talks like this. No one acts like this. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested too. And if, especially if it's on game pass, I mean, it's not going to cost me anything to play it. So yeah, I'll try it out. Uh, in good news, Control Ultimate Edition is coming out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One on the 27th. Yeah. I'll probably be picking up, man. Like I've, I've been talking about this. I got called out last week. Uh, I keep saying I got to play it. I got to play it, but I never do. But this might be the time I play it, dude. Great game. Fantastic game. Everyone was telling me that, and I got to play it. <laughs> I've been meaning to play it, and I will now. And this is going to get me to go back and play Alan Wake. Because I've not played those games. Oh, Alan Wake is good. I love Alan Wake so much. And it's cool to see getting him getting some recognition with his new expansion. And Taro said, wait, what? What are you saying, wait, what to? Oh, you never played Alan Wake. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have all of the Alan Wake games. Again, dude, look at my Steam library, dude. <laughs> Like most of those games, I've not played. So, like, I have all the Alan Wake games. I just need to play them. 
Bioshock. Bioshock's another one. Clay. I need to go through Bioshock. Spider-Man is is next on my list, though. I'm trying to knock out this PS4 stuff so I can get rid of it. Good. Good. Spider-Man's really good, and I want to talk to you about it once you play it. Um, What else we got coming up? Um, So, coming out on the 28th, we have Captain Tsubasa, Rise of New Champions, which I had no idea what this was until I clicked on it. It is a... It is a soccer game, but it's anime as fuck. It's based on the Captain Tsubasa like series. I don't know if it's like a manga or an anime. Both. It's both. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's based on the Tsubasa series, which, like, I mean, if you're into that series, I mean, more power to you, man. Go ahead, do you do what you do? Uh, but I'm I've never heard of this series before. They are. It's a soccer anime. It's the most intense soccer you've ever seen. I'm actually interested in this game <laughs> because uh, it's the most intense soccer you've ever seen. Any any sports and anime m- makes me interestingly uh, immediately interested in that in that sport. Um, there's like there's a there's a boxing one, uh, Hajime no Ippo. That's awesome. There's a there's a basketball one. Uh, and yeah, this is a soccer one. It's the most intense soccer you've ever seen in your life. It's it's <laughs> it's awesome. I've never See, like I'm watched it, and the gameplay like looks very paint by number soccer. Actually, okay, no, I haven't I'm seen the game. Like, actually, no, I'm seeing like weird jukes and like super moves. It took a couple minutes, but I'm seeing some shit. <laughs> Holy shit! What the fuck is this? Oh my god, this is like Dragon Ball Z with soccer. Yeah. <laughs> It's like deceptive, like how like it looks like FIFA up until like you get about two minutes and fifty seconds in, and it starts getting really crazy with people like pairing each other and like tackling and like bumping each other. Yeah, I, I want to check this out. I'm surprised it took this long for them to make this. God, this looks crazy. I, I'll check it out too. It might be fun. Um, something that looks less interesting is Immortal Realms Vampire Wars, which that was mean, but it's it's a uh, like an empire building RPG. How can I how can I word it? Um, God damn it! I don't know how to describe it, but it looks like a mobile game. <clears throat> it's a turn based strategy like empire building game with vampires. It looks interesting. But, I mean, it's not my cup of tea. It's not jiving with me. Maybe because turn-based, like, turn-based. yeah, yeah, because I don't like turn-based, like empire-building games. That's why. But I mean, if you're into it, hey, man, it's coming out on the 28th for PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. So if that's everything your cup of tea, go for it. Yeah, if that's your cup of tea, man, go for it. There's someone uh, listening to this going like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for Immortal uh, Realms. That's my shit. Like, you know, there's someone that's... Yeah, and if if you're into it, man, you know, more power to you. If you can find fun in that, more power to you. It's not my cup of tea. Um, and in other news, which surprised me, is we have Jump Force, the Lox Edition, coming out on Switch that same day. Which... Wasn't this game bad? 
Yeah. At the, 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 the consensus, this game is not a good game. Yeah. And uh, what I'm assuming this deluxe edition is, is with all the additional DLC and the characters that came out. That's what I would assume. Which, I mean, it's cool, but this game's been out for like, what, over two years now? Fuck, when did this game come out? I was still working at Best Buy when that game came out. Came out. Shit. Hold on. Oh, it came out last year, 2019. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it seems so much older than that. It feels so much older, right? Like, it came out February of last year. And now it's coming out on the Switch. And I do not like the way One Piece characters look. I don't like the way any of these characters look. They look gross. Like, there's too much detail, but, like, not in the right places. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they try to make the characters look realistic, but, it's mixed, but they still have this, like, anime style. So that it makes their skin look like rubber. Like, they look like figures. It's really weird. Plus, the game had, like, a shit ton of, like, issues when it came out. Like, the game ran like shit. Infinite combos. Uh, matchmaking not working. I hope they fix most of it, but, you know, this game was not reviewed well when it came out, so... But again, see, it, this is another one of those anime fighters where it's like, it's it's that kind of game. Like, I wish they would stop making this game. Because they're all the same. Yeah, man. And I don't like being negative, but why does this game exist? <laughs> but why just cut your losses like how well is this going to do on switch really with the reviews being out for it i mean watch like it'd be like one of the best selling games on the switch that day <laughs> which probably I, that day. I doubt it i'm a i'm a press x to doubt um then we have madden 21 Madden season. Yep. It's Madden season. The coronavirus has not stopped Madden season. Um, so we got that coming up. PC, PS4, Xbox One. Is there anything you have to say about it? I mean, it's Madden. People are going to play it. They're going to play it. People who aren't going to play it are still not going to play it. There's nothing we could say to change their mind. So. Yeah. It's another Madden game. There you go. Here's your review. It's You like Madden 2020? Here's Madden 2021. Um we have Project Cars 3 coming out, which I thought this was already out. <laughs> um, but I guess not. Well, they keep like re-releasing, I think. They released this, I think. They released a second one for free. On, like, oh, okay. That gave it a little boost. I got the name in people's heads. <laughs> which, I mean, the game looks interesting. It's Project Cars, so if you like Project Cars, you'll like Project Cars 3, I assume. Um, it has a, supposed to have a refined multiplayer mode. I don't know what that means, but I don't know what's been refined in it. But I'm not a racing game fan, so I'm not equipped to talk about this game. But the other games are reviewed pretty well. They, did review, they reviewed well enough to warrant a sequel. So I feel like, I mean, if you like Project Cars, man, check it out or see what the reviews say. Yeah, I don't like um, I don't like track racing. 
I like oh, yeah. um like I like the Forza Horizon style of just like here's a open world and you race wherever you want type stuff. I mean Burnout Paradise. Burnout Paradise is the golden standard really, but you know, in a world where we're not going to get any one of those anymore, uh, Forza Horizon like is the next like best Mario thing. Mario. I like Mario. Uh, gross. <laughs> and Sonic Racing is pretty good, too. Sonic Racing is very good. Now, imagine Sonic Racing, but Burnout. I'd be into that. <laughs> um... <laughs> um Next, we have uh, Wasteland 3, which we were talking about earlier. That's coming out on August 28th. Uh, that'd be cool to check out, man. I mean, it's coming out on Game Pass, so I'll, I'll probably play it with you on, on Steam. That'd be cool to check out. Yeah. You'll have to wait, though. I'm working on Friday, so you'll have to wait till like, way later in the day before we can play it. So if you don't mind waiting. I'll just get it in power level, and then... Right, so there you go. I don't know how that game works, so... <laughs> Yeah, so let's see. Um, then we have that same day, we have a game called Windbound coming so, out. Windbound, I think, is that Breath of the Wild style game, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Uh, this game looks cool. Yeah, it's being published by, uh, it's being produced by uh, Five Lines and Deep Silver. Um, it looks Breath of the Wild as fuck, but with some cool little elements here, like some survival elements I'm seeing. Um, it looks interesting. Like I'm, I think we talked about this last week with that like Chinese game that was also copying Breath of the Wild. Like yeah. you're going to copy anything, copy Breath of the Wild. We need more games this, Breath of the Wild. This is more blatant about it though. I think like this is straight up Breath of the Wild. I mean, there's stuff here that you can't do. Like, there's no sailing in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, the but. crafting looks a little bit more interesting. It looks more like a survival game with like Breath yeah. of the Wild like next to it. Which, I mean, how much Breath of the Wild is really in there? Because like, I don't see like. I'm kind of skipping through the trailer, but I'm not seeing like mountain climbing or like. There's there's climbing. Like, oh, there is climbing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd already watched some of this. I was already halfway in, but well, it's a little bit of Wind Waker, a little bit of Breath of the Wild. You know what? You can't you can't go wrong with a little bit of both. Yeah, which like I don't mind, man. Again, if you're gonna copy games, like copy good games, you know, like Wind Waker. Yeah. Wild. This looks cool. I wanna. I, I'm I'm gonna grab this, man. I wonder if this has like any sort of multiplayer. It's a survival game, so it better. Yeah. Like a survival game sent out that multiplayer. It's only thirty dollars too. Oh see, there you go. You can't be mad at this game for thirty bucks. It's a single player. Single uh, player only. Yes, you can't be mad at this game. <laughs> no, it looks like it'll be a, like an interesting experience. Uh that one is coming out for a PC Switch, PS4, Xbox One. And Stadia, if you still have a Stadia. That's <laughs> out the Stadia. Um, I, I want to see how the Switch port comes out because this looks like it just looks like it'll feel right on Switch. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
All right. I think that is it, man. That is everything we have here. I'm sure there's some stuff we missed. And if we did, you know, let us know. But there's some of the stuff we're interested in. Um, I am most excited for Control. I'm glad that that game's coming out on something other than uh, Epic. I can't wait to play that game. That's going to be, oof, that's going to be a fucking blast, dude. I can't wait. Yeah. And I didn't, we didn't mention it in the in the news. It was a real, like, real industry-heavy news week. But um, Microsoft, Microsoft is joining the fight against Apple on behalf of Epic. And actually, uh, today, so, man, we weren't, we weren't talking about, a lot of stuff happened with this Epic Apple shit. So, like, Apple... rolled it out, didn't they? Like a judge... Well, so what happened was Apple blocked the, they completely blocked their developers from updating anything on the app store. So, you know, like Unreal Engine shit, they couldn't update at all. And, you know, a lot of games are built using the Unreal Engine. So that's when Microsoft came in and was like, hey, this, that sucks. Like, we're not going to stand for that. So Microsoft came in and was like... Yeah, no, like Unreal Engine is a, like a cornerstone of games development. That's a huge blow. If they can't update that, then things are things are bad. Um, and then, yeah, so this morning uh, a, a judge came in and ruled like, no, Apple, you can't do that. Um, so that's what they ruled against. They ruled against them blocking their like developer tools. But everything else is still everything else is still standing. See, that's so weird to me because, like, what if a game runs on Unreal Engine or something on iOS or on, uh, let's say, like a Mac or something? Like, what's the problem with like blocking that? Like, it's not Epic that developed that game. It just seems yeah, they, like it's being like petty. They developed the engine, yeah. I think that's what they wanted to do. Apple was just like, hey, we're just going to be petty real quick. And yeah. I think that's that was their only motivation. They must have known a judge wouldn't stand for it, though. Like, Apple's got some great lawyers. I doubt, like, a lawyer was like, yeah, that's a good idea. You can definitely yeah. play with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This whole thing is, like, interesting. Like, it's really, it's really funny to see this happen. Like, a lot of, like, to see Apple acting this way is really funny. Um... You know, up at the story as it goes on, but I'm interested to see what happens next. Oh, another thing, I guess Fortnite made uh, this whole sh- situation with Apple like an in-game event, so that's cool. <laughs> so yeah, Fortnite. There's some skins and events in the game right now that directly reference this whole situation. Shout out to Storm Shadow for the sub, for the resub, four months. Um, yeah dude that's the show um, we do this live every week twitch.tv slash gameoverse if you're not watching live you're wrong no, I'm just kidding <laughs> I mean it's a lot for, more fun to watch live you know we, we try to respond to comments that come through so you know, if you're there yeah. you want to talk to us you want to chat with us you know Come by and we're live. Leave a comment, man. We'll respond. We usually respond. Yeah. If you listen to this on like Spotify or 
wherever you may get your podcasts. We attach the show notes. So everything we talk about is in the show notes. So you can go through, look at all the links, look at all the trailers we showed. And yeah, you can, you can follow through with that. Right on. Um, any last words of wisdom before we get off the show? Um, nope. Uh, I got one. Uh, Confucius says, if you go to bed with an itchy asshole, you'll wake up with a smelly finger. Thank you and good night.